about to kick off the nine-man state championship between Late Night Chambian alongside the Cavalier Tornadoes here on 740 The Fan, 107.3 FM, and our mobile app as well. Chase Miller and Joel Morgan with you inside the Fargnum. Holden Mitchell back at our flagship studios. Cavalier won the opening coin toss, elected to receive. So Lucas Schumacher, the senior quarterback, safety and kicker, kicking it off right to left or from the north to the south end zone. It's going to be a pooch kick that gets received at the 24-yard line for the Cavalier Tornadoes. They're able to get to about the 40 on the return. That's going to be with Landon Carter, the sophomore, a 17-yard return. First down and 10 Cavalier as they'll mark it at the 40-yard line to start this nine-man championship. And we saw in our first championship game with the good return that came from Lisbon, Jordan Sowers brought it to the 45-yard line. How much a good opening kickoff return could set the tone for uh, how the whole entire game could go. Cavalier out. Have football coach Sandy Laxdahl again. We'll see more of a pistol variation here for the Tornadoes. Brandon Clem, you're going to be hearing his name a lot. The quarterback also can run and throw with the football. Has a tailback on either side of him, near sideline to the receiver. Handoff going right up the middle. That's going to be Jacob Steele. Steele gets about two yards before he's met by Vetter and Jacob on the inside. They'll give him three, second down and seven upcoming for Cavalier. Yeah, and that was just a whole lot of collapsing coming down on that A-gap, and uh, you're getting positive yards out of that, three yards at a time. I mean, they're going to get as physical as they want to get up Cavalier front. quickly gets to the front. Second down and seven. Clem, QB keeper right up the middle, but bringing him down is going to be Derek Vetter. Vetter gets to about two and a half yards on the QB keeper, but Vetter, a sophomore at 300 pounds, Joel came unevaded and quickly got to the QB. Yeah, and he can move. I mean, for a guy of his size, he has a lot of mobility to the side. He is able to stick with a player on the play. Uh, I've been impressed uh, with that size, six foot, 300 pounds, of his ability to move. Third down and four as they have one wide receiver split out to the left-hand side. Shotgun formation. They're going to pitch it to the near sideline here. That's to Clucci. Check that. That's to Jacob Steele. And Steele gets met at about the 49-yard line. He is tackled on the play. That's going to be by Kalama, and that's going to be a one-yard shy of the first down. Ball will be fourth and one at the Tornadoes 49. So decision time for Laxdahl at midfield. Yeah, I think he just lost sight of uh, Klama where he was on the field, and uh, he saw open space. Klama closed it in fast and, and saved a first down and forced this fourth and one. So fourth and one with 18 seconds left here on the play clock. 10:29 left in the first quarter. Opening drive here for Cavalier. They come out. QB keeper Clem right up the middle, but he's met at the line by Derek Vetter. This will determine by the spot. Clem was able to get to the 50. He needed the north end of the 50, and Joel maybe by a football length got the first down. Yeah, and I think that was a matter of Vetter being about two steps behind when he made the tackle. Uh, looking at the replay right now, Vetter was in great position. I, I think if he would have been able to free himself of the offensive lineman just a split second sooner, he could have gotten that extra step to prevent the play, but a nice job of grinding it up the middle again by Cavalier. And first down brought to you by our friends at Marble Life of Fargo, number one in restoration. Now they go two wide receivers either side, and the gun is Clem to his right. is steal a snap that kind of floats in the air, but Clem gets a lane near sideline, past the hash, gets up in by Schumacher at the 40, dives to the 39, that's 11 yards, and a rushing first down here for Clem. We've seen him in everything so far, and it's Clem left, it's Clem right, and it's Clem up the middle. And that's where you really can spread out offense. I talked about that when you're playing with two less guys on the field, you get a whole lot open space. Uh, credit to Schumacher 
for going sideline to sideline and making that big tackle. I think that could have put him inside the red zone easily had he had not gotten in there. Ball at the near hash at the Linton HMB 39-yard line. They spread it out. Twins left and right. Clem right up the middle again. Gets to the 35 and just kind of tripped up over the turf here for about a three-yard gain. But what have you liked about Cavalier, Joel, so far? Nothing flashy but enough right up the middle. Well, they've shown now that they can play the physical play up front with this spread formation. They're showing a little bit more of the finesse this offense brings. Uh, I, I think you run this one more time, and then you really start airing out the football. As they have three men off the line, four in the box, they motion a jet sweep here to the near sideline to the 35, and that's going nowhere for the Cavalier Tornadoes. Hinkle is going to get wrapped up by Dean Vetter. Hinkle came on a little bit of a jet sweep there, but Joel, Hinkle was ready to stay home, and they give him about one good yard. Yeah, and now the defense is a little bit more locked in that they're going to come out in this spread, and they're going to be run first. So I think if there's an opportunity to make your first pass the attempt of the game with Clem. I think you do that now in this opportunity. 8.42 and counting here in the opening quarter. The opening drive, Cavalier and Linton HMB and the nine-man championship. This drive started back at their own 40-yard line, has surpassed 26 yards. It's really been uh, nickel and diming so far for the Tornadoes. They need the Linton HMB 29, a quick screen to the outside. That's going to be caught, but coming in and making the stop for Linton HMB, Landon Bush. He read the screenplay beautifully, lit it up as they were going to the outside at Jacob Steele, and that's actually going to be a two-yard loss. And that is Linton, or excuse me, Cavalier trying to throw some wrinkles out of that spread formation, and Linton showing the patience that they need to stay on their assignment. That was a great play. I got, we kind of saw that coming, that this is okay. We've we've run this now four straight snaps. It's time for us to actually pass the football. And it wasn't a straight passing play. No one was running around towards the end zone. It was a rollout towards the flat, and it was a receiver coming out of the slot. Coach Laxton wants to take a timeout here. Fourth and seven upcoming at the Linton HMB. 36, 7.48 left to play in the opening quarter. It's a scoreless affair between Cavalier and Linton HMB. This is a West Funeral Home and Life tribute uh, timeout here on 7.40, the fan. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors for bringing you coverage of the Dakota Bowl here today on 740 The Fans. Some of those include the Union Bank in Beulah, Riverside Building Center, Concordia College, Moore Engineering, and Wilton's Tire Service for bringing you high school athletics here on 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. So Coach Laxton wants to take a timeout. You got three. You might as well take one early here because you're kind of in no man's land. Trevor Hinkle is the punter, but we might see more of a rugby-style punt as well from Brennan Clem talking to Coach Laxton earlier this week saying you're going to see a variation depending on where we're at on the field. We saw that in the first game with Schultz and Sowers with Lisbon and we're going to see it in the 2A well, game you, as well. You put pressure on the defensive team because they got to decide if they want to drop someone back for a potential return or stay on the coverage. Fourth and seven, shotgun formation. They motion out, steal the near sideline. Clam pocket collapses, but no one's there. He's at the 30 numbers, 25-20, and he gets popped out of bounds by Schumacher. Clam able to get the first down and some, a gain of 15 yards and Joel, they rolled him out and Everybody was on man coverage on the near sideline. There was a lot of carpet there for Clem to run. Clem does a great job finding his gaps on the run. I don't know if that was the set play. I think it was just going to be the option is what he saw out there, and he read every gap, and he took the right route. And, again, I'm impressed by Schumacher's ability to go sideline to sideline and make those big tackles. They'll come out full house backfield now under center. Handoff goes right up the middle, putting the pile down is Landon Carter, and Carter gets maybe about to the 16-yard line, four yards on the rush, second down and six. So shotgun, pistol, and a full house backfield. Well, I think 
getting that first down and continuing this drive early on is, is you're a fighter now and you're, you're, you're kind of feeling your way out and you're throwing some jabs and now you can go a little bit further in with your punches. Ball at the 16, they give a hand up, trying to jump the pile at the 15 to about the 14. That's Trevor Hinkle. Hinkle, the 5'9", junior, goes to the left side behind his brother in Daniel Hinkle, the older brother, gets about two yards, makes it third down and four at the Litton HMB 14. And I think that's a situation where Hinkle uh, thought that there was a little bit more size down that side of the field. I think he kind of prematurely jumped. I think if he would have kept the legs moving and sidestepped, he may have found the end zone. 6.50 left to play in the opening quarter. Scoreless since the opening drive for Cavalier. Third and four. Play action. Brandon Clem rolls to near sideline. Looks down the field to throw. Throws across his body. Incomplete. Great coverage as they were looking for Clucci down the field. The clock will stop at 6.40 and fourth down and four now for the Tornadoes at the Lions 14. It's kind of been formulaic as what Cavalier has done. Is seems Seemingly every time the chain moves they bring in a new formation and they kind of feel their way out to running that this time they ran a very tight formation the box was stacked they looked like they were going run all the all the way and now they're trying to introduce a passing scheme a passing wrinkle to that offense and and that was just a situation of a clem you're kind of unprotected if you're going to roll out the way that your defense your offense is lined up but i think that uh, he just felt the pressure a little too soon, and he needed about an extra second to hold it. Two seconds on the play clock. Cavalier just gets the ball up, but we're going to get a flag as they're trying to quickly get to line, and we have a full start on Steele. Steele motioned out, but from the far sideline official, it is going to be a false start, and the first flag of the game goes against Cavalier. Our officials for today, it's Jeremy Carney, the... White Hat, Dylan Dunn, Ryan Gellner, Kanan Kuhneman, and Craig Schwinden here. So fourth down and nine upcoming, which will mark them back in a nine-man football. We rarely talk about field goals or point after attempts. So Cavalier now will have to get to the 10-yard line of Linton HMB. 6.37 left to play opening drive here of the first quarter for the Tornadoes. Two wide receivers left and right. Clem shotgun. Linton HMB rushes for it. Clem, the pocket collapses, rolls near sideline, tries to get it away, and he gets it away, but is it a fumble? They're going to say incomplete. He was getting pressure coming through the A-gap. Was Dean Vetter on a late blitz able to get to Clem. Clem fortunate to get the ball away because that is a 10-yard differential for Litton HMB to either start at the 30 or the 20. Regardless, the Lions defense bends but doesn't break. First and 10 Lions after turnover on downs. And he knew better. He knew better had eyes on him the whole time. You could tell that is who he was. His biggest concern was about. And then all of a sudden you get some of the linebackers from Cavalier, excuse me, from uh, Litton moving in the mix. And, and then it was really just a great job of the defense bringing the pressure that was needed on that play. So a drive that stalls after almost eating up the first half of the first quarter so first and 10 now for Litton HMB they come out I formation trade Jacob to the stretch play to the right hand side and look out breaks the tackle 25 lowers the shoulder to the 30 and he rolls his way to the 37 it's an 18 yard gain for the senior 170 trade Jacob who's like a bowling ball when he tried to tackle him yeah and that's a situation if I'm a coach and I'm watching this game with my young players I'm telling you there's the example of why the legs need to keep moving when you're running the football I think back if you go back about the 32 33 yard line he almost looked dead to rights he kept moving engaged the contact and he pays off with the yak yard first down first down and 10 I formation Jacob dots the I stretch play near sideline now and Cavalier able to come in on evaded on the far outside that's going to be Demetrius Avila Avila comes in Jacob gets one yard on the rush two carries for 19 yards quickly we'll go over the starters here in this one Linton HMB up front Rafa Kalema 
Kalama, excuse me, a senior left guard. You have Landon Schumacher, the center, a sophomore, and Nathan Chance at guard. Tight ends of Landon Bush and Joe Fody, wideouts of Carter Renz. The fullback of Dean Vetter trade, Jacob that's the eye and Lucas Schumacher under center. Second and nine. Fumble on the play and Schumacher fortunate there. Joel looked like a triple option and as he brought the ball out of Dean Vetter's uh, gut, the ball's on the turf, but Schumacher recovers. However, it's a three-yard loss. No one was on the same page on that play. I, I think there was a lot of confusion up the middle and, and that's a play where you kind of you, you grind your teeth because you know that there is no way that you're not going up the middle without getting your clock cleaned a little bit, and I, and I don't think that that was the reason for the hesitation. I just think that everyone wanted to be sure to be in the right place. You have Avila, Daniel Hinkle, and Andre Latexture up front here for Cavalier. You have Carter, Clem, Steele, Hinkle, Clem, and Clucci in the secondary. Third down and 12. Schumacher rolls near sideline, has some time to throw, flips it at the 50, incomplete for the intended Grant Bush. And Schumacher tried his best to keep Bush in the field of play, but he goes rolling near sideline, getting a little pressure. And now for Linton HMB, you will have to see the first punt of today's contest. Yeah, and I, I think we all knew the blitz was kind of coming in that, that situation. I think all the way back in Cavalier, they knew that that was the play call that was out there on the field. Is uh, They put him in a situation where they needed chunk yardage, and the only option that was left for Linton was a passing play, and, and they weren't trying to cause a turnover, they, though they would have taken one. They were just trying to keep the pressure, get him out of the pocket, and force a bad throw. You have Schumacher, the quarterback, also handles the kicking, punting. He does a little bit of everything here for Litton HMB back at his own 24-yard line. Clean snap. Cavalier only rushes three. A nice spiraling kick. That's going to bounce at the 29. Takes a roll all the way back to the 20. Picked up there and getting tackled this Carter at the 25. A better tackle, though, on the play from Litton HMB. Justin Chosick. Chosick, a freshman with an upending tackle, a five-yard return for Carter. But Cavalier and Linton HMB, we see the defenses win the first possession of the game. Still scoreless, 434 left to play in the opening quarter. First and 10 Cavalier at their own 25. Cavalier is impressively fast off the snap chase on that punt attempt. Uh, we saw two hands in the air come from orange and black, and that was very close to being a block punt that would have kept the football at least, I would say, inside the 30 possibly rolling back inside the 20 so uh, a great job quick off the snap for Cavalier I think they want to finish this one in the end zone first down and 10 ball at the near hash here for Clem Clem has a little option play gives it to Hinkle at the left hand side who bounces his way to the 29 yard line Lucas Schumacher in on the tackle four yards on the rush but we're seeing Hinkle we're seeing Steele we're seeing Brennan Clem we're getting a buffet of runners here for the Tornadoes and none of them are afraid at all to engage contact and I think that that has been the key to the running style we've seen of Trevor Hinkle so far. Cavalier as they have one wide receiver again split to the near sideline in the shotgun formation is Clem. Clem looks to go to the left-hand side now dances. Landon Bush comes in there but Clem able to get two yards on the rush but Bush uh, from the outside Joe we see a four-man front. Bush had a sophomore 175. Good, did a good job chasing down the quarterback in the backfield. Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on uh, Boston Geffrey, the uh, DB, because uh, when he comes in on that man-to-man coverage of uh, Clucci, whoever they're throwing out there on the receiver, I've noticed right before the pre-snap, he's taken a step towards the line of scrimmage, and I think he's reading something on Clucci, the receiver. He's found some tell as to where the play is going to go next. Third down and two. Clem has some time to throw in the gun. Clem looking down the field. Linton HMB just kind of drawing him out. Then finally, Clem has to put that helmet down. It looks like he's going to be about a half yard shy of the 35. 
five-yard line. The helmet does pop off of Derek Vetter, so he'll have to come out for it, and it will be short of the first down. And Joel, Lynn HMB, you talk about Matt Hens, so he says keeping the cup and keeping the contained running back or a uh, quarterback in the backfield. That's what Linton HMB was able to do. Yeah, I, I think they're okay with conceding some of these yards to Clem if it means that they're avoiding the chunk yardage play, and that's about as far as you get before it's Fourth down and yardage. one as Clem goes right up the middle, and Clem gets one yard. That would have been a big defensive stop for Linton HMB. Instead, it's a marble life Fargo first down as Clem quickly gets the line QB keeper for the first. What's impressive about Clem, and I've heard it described to me from several coaches, it's the uncomfortable time where you feel like if you haven't done anything yet as soon as the ball is snapped that you're uncomfortable because you feel like you're missing something. And I think Clem is very comfortable being uncomfortable and waiting for things to develop when they get into that spread formation. As they come out shotgun formation, Clucci to the near sideline, the lone wide receiver. Lenny HMB with six men in the box. Handoff goes right up the middle. Steele. Steele's going to get met at the line for about a yard gain. Derek Vetter, the sophomore. Aaron uh, uh, Hoofwald, uh, also the defensive tackle. Those two have been some big Big playmakers early in this game. Yeah, the whole entire right side of the line on that play was able to collapse quick enough, quick enough and get in the way of the running back. So you have second down and nine. Cavalier quickly gets to the line. 24 seconds on the play clock. Two minutes left to play in the opening quarter. We're scoreless between Linton HMB and Cavalier. They'll spread them out. Two wide receivers either side. Steal to the left of Clem in the gun. Linton HMB with four men in the box. They'll bring three. They fake the little shovel pass. Clem gets stretched to the near sideline here, and Clem gets to the 38 before he's wrapped up for about two yards on the play. Coming in is Trey Jacob on the tackle. Makes it third down and a long eight for the Tornadoes. Yeah, and Jacob was really set up by Vetter on the line. Vetter kind of corralled the play that direction, and, you know, he kind of lobbed it up, and uh, he finished with the slam dunk on that great tackle uh, to push him now to a third and long. Cavalier will have it third down here and eight. Ball spotted in between the 37 and 38-yard line at the near hash. They'll need just to about the 46 for the first. Twins both left and right again. We'll see if the Lions bring some pressure. Clem in a shotgun formation. Hard count, nothing there. Lions rush for it. Clem throws it down the field at the 40. Incomplete. They were looking for Trevor Hinkle. In on the coverage for the Lions was Boston Geffro. It'll be incomplete. And for Coach Lax, though, probably in this situation, Joel, with where the football is, going to have to punt for the first time this afternoon. And I think Clem saw the open receiver downfield and wasn't sure how much he wanted to roll the dice on the play. Watching him in warm-up, I think he has a very a, a tighter spiral. I think he has a better arm than that. I think he was a little bit hesitant on that throw and didn't put a lot into it. I think he was trying to avoid the interception long-term. So coming on to punt here for the Cavalier Tornadoes, Trevor Hinkle, clean snap, the left foot and line drive kick's going to bounce at the 37, take a Cavalier roll inside the 35 to the 30 and keep on rolling down to the 27-yard line. So not a bad punt as it flips the field here. Linton HMB will take over first down and 10 at their own 27-yard line for the second possession of the game for the Lions or scoreless here late in the first quarter. Yeah, and I, and I think it's really been line play uh, that has dictated on both sides uh, of what Linton's been able to do to keep linebackers clean and what Cavaliers has been able to do to get linebackers clean and bring on some pressure. I, I think that's really dictated our first nearly 12 minutes of the game. As Trey Jacob goes out now for a play as we have a shotgun formation for Schumacher. Bunch to the near side of the line. It is a first down and 10 in the gun is Schumacher. Schumacher rolls right hand side. QB keeper as he tries to get to the boundary to the numbers. 30 hurdles a man at the 32 and he steps out of bounds at the 33 yard line. Six yards 
on the rush and a healthy gain for Lucas Schumacher as he was able to go to the right-hand side and follow his uh, lead fullback there in Team Vetter. Try to do anything fancy over there except seal off the end and allow him to get to the flat and try to extend the play and uh, it's definitely worked out in the favor they were looking for. Six yardage puts you at a second down and four. I mean, uh, that's the situation now. You're looking at the clock. You want to get some good field position. Uh, nothing too fancy, just yards on the ground. Jacob Steele back into the game. Excuse me, Jacob Steele with the tackle trade. Jacob back into the game, and they give it to Jacob, and Jacob Steele tackles trade Jacob. So there's a lot of Jacobs, and we get a flag. Might be a horse collar. Right now it ends up to be a three-yard rush right now, which will make it third down and one. We'll see where the penalty was as you just kind of had a hand reach for the back, and we'll see from our officials here this yeah. afternoon inside the Fargo Dome. So there you go, Joel. Horse scholar yeah. tackle, which which makes it an automatic first down as well. And you'll take the three yards and then spot it another 15. Yeah, looking at the replay right now, it's just Hinkle was trying to grab a handful of jersey uh, on the play. Strike that. That was uh, Steele trying to grab a handful of jersey on the play, and he just ended up coming a little bit too high. It was that perfect timing of a player coming low, and, and you're coming in for the high hit. The Lions will have their first possession in the Cavalier territory this afternoon. Handoff, eye formation, Trey Jacob, and Jacob's going to get met in the backfield and tackle for a loss. Jacob Steele able to come out there also with him. You have Trevor Hinkle and Latexture, the defensive end, really blew up that play from the start. That's going to be a three-yard loss. Yeah, there was nowhere to go. You know, the, the offensive line for Litton was trying to push some some openings and trying to get those gaps going and you know you, you just kind of you turn no 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 and there was just no more options left and it really again keeping the linebackers clean it gave them a great opportunity for a big hit and a big play they'll come out for under center eye formation Jacob dots the eye Dean Vetter the fullback play action Schumacher rolls to the right hand side looking deep down the field for Bush it's caught at the 35 for the first down that's a marble eye Fargo first down and that's going to be of almost 20 yards first down and 10 lines at the Tornadoes 33 yeah and they've kept Bush downfield Grant Bush has just almost been a decoy I don't think he's he's coming to situations where he's needed to block yes but I think these last few drives these last few snaps they kind of made him a decoy and finally it's like when they're going to pull the trigger when they're going to pull the trigger when they're going to pull the trigger they pull the trigger and it pays off for the chunk yards they needed Carter Renz the lone wide receiver to the right hand side under center again for hash Schumacher goes under center Cavalier with four men at the line they're going to bring five handoff Jacob right hand side makes a cut but able to go nowhere but the one thing with Jacob Joel more times than not we see him fall forward to at least get an additional half yard to a yard what probably was a one yard gain ends up being a good two and a half yard rush for Jacob and I wonder if Jacob almost came to a complete stop near the numbers at the 30 and I wonder if he was looking for one more cutback but then realized he was out of space pretty quick on that run Here's something you don't hear often in nine-man football. Scoreless after one quarter of play between Cavalier and Linton HMB. It'll be second down and seven at the Tornado 30. When we come back, it's Linton HMB and Cavalier scoreless. This is the nine-man championship game, quarter number two on deck on the fan. It's a slugfest in the opening 12 minutes of the nine-man title between Linton HMB and Cavalier. Just the fourth possession combined between these two teams, and it's a scoreless football game. Second down and seven for the Lions here to start quarter number two. Chase Miller, Joel Morgan with you from the Fargo Dome, north side of Fargo, holding Mitchell back at our flagship studios. Second and seven, this time in the gun. Trips near sideline, Schumacher, QB keeper, and that's going to get wrapped up in the backfield. Latexier Andre, the senior, leads the team in sacks at 
at five with 89 tackles. He smelled that one for a five-yard loss. Yeah, I just don't think Litton was set, as set as they needed to be uh, coming out of that uh, end of the quarter, start of the second quarter. I mean, everyone was in the line. They were set procedurally, but I, I just think mentally they weren't quite ready to run that first play and uh, maybe a second or two on the play clock to let guys really settle in would have made a difference. Third down in 12, Lions at the Tornado, 33. They will need the 23 for the first. Make that the 35, excuse me. Third down, shotgun formation, Schumacher, pump fakes, looks down the field on the wheel route, looking for Bush, incomplete at the 10-yard line. Great coverage there on the wheel route with Landon Carter going stride for stride. Fourth down in 12, upcoming for the Lions. And Landon Bush was really disrupted in his ability to run his route. He never returned once. Uh, I think he wasn't expecting that kind of coverage coming from the back. And looking at the replay right now is, uh, yeah, I just don't think he, he knew how to separate himself from the from his uh, coverage, and he lost sight of the quarterback in the same, kind of the same sequence. Fourth down and 12, they come out eye formation. Jacob dots the eye, one wide receiver near side, and Cavalier wants to take a timeout here. We'll break with him. Timeout brought to you by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. Second timeout by the Tornadoes. 11-13 left to play in the opening half. It's Cavalier and Litton HMB in a gridlock. Scoreless here on the fan. 11-13 11-13 left to play in the opening half. It's a scoreless ball game after Cavalier takes the timeout. So 11-13 left to play. Or scoreless between the Tornadoes and the Lions. And the Lions will come out looking to go for it at the Tornadoes. 35 under center goes Schumacher. Jacob dots the eye. Cavalier, they will rush three. Play action. They're looking down the field. A pump fake. It's a hitch and go. They got him down the field at the five. That's Bush. Touchdown! Linton HMB goes 35 yards. Grant Bush with Painter. And a fourth and 12. The Lions find six. And the Lions take the lead 6-0 over Cavalier. That's an example of execution. You can execute any play, even if the defense knows it's coming. Everyone in the building knew that Bush was going to be the target. They lined up in the eye formation. They needed big yardage for the first down. And he still, you're looking at the replay, he burned the secondary. They didn't know how to cover them. Great job getting himself into the end zone, and great job by Linton. Schumacher, by the way, probably deserves an Emmy for the pump fake. That was a pretty nice job as he pump fake, and that's right away when Grant Bush went with the hitch and go. A beautiful play call, and now the two-point conversion as they come up a little bit of a wing T under center. Schumacher just looking to go behind Derek Vetter, and they're going to give him the two-point conversion. The two-point is in, and Linton HMB takes the lead. 11.05 left to play in the opening half. It's Litton HMB, the Lions 8, Cavaliers scoreless here on the fan. On that drive, sir, past 73 yards and just over uh, two and a half minutes of play for the second drive for Litton HMB, which resulted in a touchdown. Joel, what did you like about that drive? As that's the longest play from scrimmage, by the way, for that 35-yard touchdown pass Schumacher to Grant Bush. Schumacher did a great job sticking with the play. Uh, Bush did a, uh, did a great job getting himself open. Yeah, we talked about in the break, the, the pump fake. I think that really threw the defense off. They gave uh, Bush a great opportunity to get by the secondary and find the end zone. Uh, we knew that was coming, and uh, they still executed it very well. That was a great play 
And a nice job to open up scoring for the Lions. Schumacher will be kicking off left to right or from the south to the north end zone here inside Gate City Bankfield at the Forgdome for the Cavalier Tornadoes as they have a couple of people back. It looks like Clucci alongside Carter at the 25. We'll see what the right-footed. It's a little pooch kick that goes to the 45 on the line drive. Steele comes up with that one, and he gets upended by Trey Jacob. So Jacob Steele able to get to the 49, and we'll see if Cavalier can take advantage of their best starting field position of the day right at midfield first and 10 tornadoes soon as Steele caught that football he knew he had no chance for the big return but i think his eyes were set on let's get to midfield and get maybe even get us a yard a uh, plus territory we'll see if clem starts to air it out a little bit more if they go back to the ground game here first and 10 shotgun formation two wide receivers either side handoff jacob Steele gets the numbers at the 50 far sideline and ooh, trade jacob and jacob Steele. they're gonna have a rivalry as they're running against each other and tackling each other but they go to the right hand side joel get a healthy make it six yards as they'll mark it at the lions 45 and Steele's goal was to veer across the line scrimmage and get to the sideline and then consider if you wanted to turn up but I, I think it's a great way to just get yourself consistent yardage and I feel like that's been Cavalier's strategy. Second down and five ball at the far hash here for the Tornadoes inside line territory handoff this time lame, same play just to the near sideline here. Steele's going to get met and wrapped up by Vetter that's Dean Vetter and they'll give him the first down brought to you by Marble Life of Fargo for four yards. Yeah it's almost like Cavalier is not trying to run downhill straight up field it's almost like their routes for the running backs are sideline to sideline. And I, and I think that's helped them really squeeze out a yard or two so far, in particular on this drive towards the end zone, trying to come back and tie this game up. 10-13 left to play in the first half. Litton HMB 8, Cavalier scoreless, but Cavalier trying to tie it up here on their third possession as they have two wide receivers again split out either side. Schumacher playing safety pretty much in center field. High snap, Clam will have it on the QB keeper. Then he's going to get met up uh, pushes the pile past the 40 to the 39 but one thing i'm noticing joel is that Derek vetter and aaron hoffwald they're not necessarily going right up the field they're pretty much taking a step seeing what the play happens and then control the gaps and that play pretty much uh, vetter clem came right to him yeah i've been really impressed again by by what i've seen uh from from the defense from Lytton. As it's second down and eight, a ball at the 38-yard line between the hashes here for Clem. Steele lines up to his left. Clem, QB keeper, and he gets past the 35. Knives forward to about the 31. A healthy, a healthy game that it looked like was going to be down at the 35, and they're going to give him eight yards on the rush before he is taken down by Joseph Foti, the junior at 150, but first down and 10 tornadoes. Yeah, and that's the first time we've seen him. Uh, Clem get himself back in the mix on the running game and it's just really a matter of time before we saw the quarterback get involved ball at the 31 near hash for Cavalier option play a little read option but this will be right to Clemens he's met up in the hole that's gonna be better and that's Dean better for the wrap and it's been a hard hitting game right between the trenches a healthy two yards but Cavalier will take it as at least they're going forward yeah, Dean better has just had laser focus on the running backs in this game and there was another situation of that 843 left to play in the opening half for eight nothing ball game linton hmb over cavalier second and eight clem qb keeper little dance gets to the 25 and then coming to wrap them up that's gonna be Derek vetter at the 24 but not before a five-yard gain and really this has been a death by a thousand paper cuts kind of on this drive by the tornadoes yeah and i almost think you're in a situation now where maybe on this play right here 
you get Clem. It's, it's third and three. I know you only need short yards. Yeah, that's how they're going to line up. I think, I think you're really going to try to spread them out, and you're going to commit to a passing play. Clem's going to get an empty backfield now. And steel motions out left to right. Trips right, one to the nearest, two to the nearest sideline, and we get a false start, and Clem goes right to his center. Is not too happy with Avila, as that's the second time in this game Cavalier will have a false start that hurts him. They had one in the first quarter at a third and five, which made it fourth and ten. They were able to get the first down. However, we'll see what this happens. Marches him back to the 29 now, third and eight upcoming. Yeah, and that's frustrating. Uh, anytime you lose yards, I always, uh, you know, always kind of uh, balk at the term untimely penalty because there's no such thing as a timely penalty, but your offense was really in a rhythm, and now you got to find a way to overcome it. Third down and eight at the 29 near hash. Motion man is Hinkle right to left. Jet sweep to Hinkle. Got a lane to the 25, and then he's met by Schumacher. Schumacher came in from center field and pretty much wrapped him up, but Hinkle gets a seven-yard gain, fourth down and two, and just what the doctor ordered, at least if you're coaching at Laxdahl, Joel, get fourth down and very manageable. And I would imagine that was the play that was to be run before the fall start came and imagine what that seven yards does when you only need three for a first down and now you're putting yourself inside the 20 now you're gonna have to battle out these two yards to move the chain and Ball at the 23. Cavalier needs the 21 of Linton HMB. Fourth down and two. Shotgun formation. Uh, QB keeper by Clem has a seam to the 20, and he wraps his way past the 16 to the 15. Schumacher comes in on the tackle, but you motion steal out there, Joel, which left the middle wide open for Clem for eight yards. Yeah, Clem did a great job, again, reading the opening, reading the field. I think that's where he excels as a quarterback. And uh, when you can play true 9-on-9 football and get your quarterback in the mix, it's only uh, for the better, especially on a drive like this where you're starting to throw, again, different weapons. You're getting deeper into the arsenal against Litton as the game wears on. Pistol formation now, Steele in the backfield. They're going to pitch it to Steele to the far sideline. Here makes a man miss at the 15, but he's wrapped up as Linton HMB came flying as not one, not two, but three trade. Jacob makes him miss. Also trying to get there was Boston Geffro, but eventually Schumacher wraps him up. Great pursuit by the Lions defense. A Well, they're going to make it right back to the line. No yards on the game for Steele. Yeah, and I think Steele thought that, that was, uh, he was going to be able to elude that end or that linebacker and, and get open field. I think he didn't realize the two men on the pursuit, and when he tried to cut back and elude those at least two of those three tacklers coming his way, I think it ended up costing him a couple of yards. Second down and 10 at the Lions 15, and we're going to get a false start again as the snap came a little bit late, and it looked like he had half of the Cavalier Tornadoes in one foot in front of the other, and that is going to be the fourth penalty now for 30 yards in this contest for Cavalier. Linton HMB so far with zero penalties, but Joel, what's this doing? It's really eating the clock. This drive started back at their own 49-yard line with 11 minutes left to play in the half. We're now at the 20-yard line with 6.07 left to play here in the first half. Yeah, I mean, time is of the essence. You, you do want to start thinking about the clock even this early in the game. Halfway to the second quarter, you're down 8 nothing. You need to get on the scoreboard. As Clem rolls to near sideline, shotgun formation, pass the hash to the numbers. QB keeper now the 15, puts the helmet down, and he gets pushed out of bounds at the 12-yard line. So he gets eight yards back, makes it third down and seven for Cavalier at the Litton HMB 12 with 5.47 left to play in the third quarter, 8 nothing Lions. And I think with the yardage you're in right now inside of Litton's territory, 
as you start pulling back on some of the creativity that you're putting in your play and you're just, we need yardage, we're going to pound this out and, and we're going to get closer and closer to the end zone. And that's what we've seen on the last few snaps. Cavalier bunch formation, trips the near side right at the line. Clem will roll out to the right-hand side, has some time to throw. Bush trying to get the sack. Clem at the 15. Bush comes there and he get him out of bounds at the 10. Trade Jacob helps out Bush. It's a two-yard gain, but fourth down and five upcoming for Cavalier. I think it's very fortunate that Bush ran out of running space because if he would have had an extra two even three feet on the sideline i think he would have been able to get those hands out and would have been able to knock that football loose instead he'll just take the the two yards and get forced out of bounds time up brought to you by west funeral home we're back after this fourth down and five cavalier at the linton hmb 10 it's the lions eight the tornado scoreless here on the fan Earlier today in the Class A title, Langdon won their 37th consecutive football game and their third straight title with a 42-28 win over Lisbon. Uh, according to the win streak and talking with some of the guys in Langdon, they did not count that win in the COVID forfeit win over Oaks as part of the winning streak. So they just move on via the forfeit. So the winning streak sits at 37. Langdon picks up the victory, 42-28. to Double A title coming up after the conclusion of this one, about an hour after the conclusion with Bismarck, St. Mary's, and Beulah and the nightcap. It's West Fargo, Cheyenne, and Bismarck Century. Fourth down and five. 527 left to play in the opening half. Cavalier has it fourth and five at the Lions 10. Chase Miller, Joel Morgan, and Holden Mitchell with you here on this Friday now afternoon. Trips to the near sideline. One to the right is Clucci. Shotgun formation with Clem with Steele motioning to the near side. They're going to give it to uh, Steele. Steele at the 10 breaks the tackle, but we get a full start on the far side of the field, and this is an absolute backbreaker. They got exactly what they wanted to out of that play, and that was to get Steele an open field, to get him going one-on-one with a linebacker in the end. They got that. Had there not been the flag, I think we would be looking at an 8-6 game right now, Chase. So a false start on the far sideline. Ryan Gellner makes the call. Our officials here again tonight, Jeremy Carney, Dylan Dunn, Ryan Gellner, Kanan Kuneman, and Craig Schwinden. And, uh, Joel, it's kind of like just stubbing your toe. This has kind of been Cavalier right now on this drive, just stubbing their toes with these mistakes. Especially when you can see the replay and you realize that you would have had six points on account of that. 5.22 left to play here in the opening half. Fourth down and 10, ball at the 15. Shotgun formation for Clem. Goes down the middle of the field to Hinkle who gets lit right at the line to gain at the five by Schumacher. They're going to give him the first. What a hit by Schumacher, but a better wow. job by Hinkle to hold on to that one. I was going to say Schumacher lit him up. Schumacher read the play the whole time, but to hang on to the football after taking a hit right there and watching the replay right now, I mean he, he had maybe a tenth of a second to see Schumacher on him and just know that you're hanging on for your life right now. First down and goal. They do have, if they want to review, again, we do have the review here within these games to try to take a look, but it doesn't like they're going to look to review it. So first and goal at the five. First down brought to you by Marble Life Fargo. They go under center now for Clem, who's getting chased, and Clem's going to get sacked in the backfield. Coming in was going to be Grant Bush. Schumacher's there as well, but right when Clem tried to turn on a dime, the turf got him for an eight-yard loss. I, was gonna say, I think he lost 
lost his footing. I'm watching this replay right now. Yeah, he lost his footing. He had no chance to turn around and at least just chuck it towards the end zone, not lose those yards. You're going to lose it down but not lose the yards. Unfortunately, can't get that footing. Something when you don't consistently play on turf field and, and, and turf field like you see here at Gate City Bank Field, it's really hard to adjust to on some of those things. Second and goal at the 13 now. 4.15 left to play in the opening half. Linton HMB up by eight. Play action. Clem has some time to throw a pocket. Collapses. He evades a sack, but then he can't with Derek Vetter. Check that. Dean Vetter. Dean Vetter comes in on the sack. It's an eight-yard last third and goal from the 20 upcoming. 6-1, 2-15, Dean Vetter, the junior, uh, he, he moves like a man half his size. He has great vision, a great ability to get to the football quickly, and great patience to stand his assignment. And I, and I think after that uh, seeing a clam trip, I, I think their offense is a lot of sorts right now for Cavalier. Third down and goal, shotgun formation, trips to left. Clem has some time to throw. He rolls to the far sideline, steps up, fire, throws in the end zone. It's going to be picked off by Schumacher. Schumacher picks it up. It's a touchback, and Schumacher comes up with the INT, and the Lions will take over first and 10 at their own 20 with 3.27 left to play in the opening half. You force Cavalier in a position where they're going to have to throw the football. The pressure came. I think Vetter uh, is inside the head of Clem. He knew that Clem was the guy on him. We Everyone knew he had to throw the football, and it just became a recipe of disaster for Cavalier and a recipe of success for Linton HMB. That drive goes 7 minutes and 33 seconds, but unable to convert any points for Cavalier, and Cavalier started the football game with the ball, so Linton HMB could try to take at least bare minimum this half down to zero, and try to get up with an eight-point lead. We'll see how aggressive they are. Under center, play action. They got a man wide open down the field. Schumacher instead will run it past the 30 to the 40, and he rolls his way to the 46-yard line. He had a man, though, wide open down the field, and Foley never found him. It could be talking about an 80-yard touchdown. Instead, it's a 25-yard rush. Yeah, and I think Cavalier sold out on the pass defense, and that really just gave Schumacher all the room he needed for that run. And, and we're one missed tackle away from a, uh, I think, looking at a Litton B inside of the 30, maybe even inside the red zone. First down and 10, Lions at the far hash at their own 45-yard line. They throw it. That's going to be caught at the 48-yard line. The completion there for Litton, that's to Trace King. King in on the reception, and that's going to be four yards on the pitch and catch. Yeah, and credit uh, Clem. He didn't make a clean, hard-hit tackle, but he made just enough contact that was needed to prevent that from being a first-down catch. So you got second and six for Linton HMB. 2.35 left to play here in the opening half. Linton HMB with a couple timeouts to spare. One wide receiver left-hand side trade. Jacob dots the ice. Schumacher under center. Handoff. Jacob gets to the 50 and motors his way to about the 46-yard line. Five yards on the rush. Third and short upcoming. And, you know, the way Linton is dealing right now with the football, uh, I wouldn't be shocked. They do need a yard. I wouldn't be shocked if they tried to pull a play uh, where they have to pass on a short route. But I also wouldn't be shocked if they just crammed it right down the throat of Cavalier. Schumacher goes under center. Schumacher, QB keeper, and he hops over the right guard of Nathan Schatz. Gets a marble eye Fargo first down for two yards. The clock will stop momentarily as they get the chain gang ready. 151 left to play here in the opening half. 
Dean Vetter was behind the play. He was the fullback in the I formation, but he did a good job getting his hand on the shoulder of Schumacher uh, to guide him towards the right gap. But also, if that gap closed quick, he wanted to be a force behind him to get that needed yard. First down and 10. Trips to near sideline shotgun here as you have Vetter lighting up to the right. That's Dean with Schumacher. Schumacher, QB keeper. Avila misses the tackle. Now goes to 40 to the 35. Schumacher breaks another one. Spins at the 30 to the 25 and stiff arms the man to the 23 but we got a flag and we got another flag on the play one was back at the 35 another one will come on the late hit at the 22 so we're going to have a late hit as Schumacher right now comes up a little bit limping on the near sideline but we have another flag back at the 35 and typically where that is probably a legal use of the hands or alongside with that a holding penalty we'll have to find out if this is offsetting or if this was after the play too because that makes a difference in these calls yeah and I'm wondering if we're going to get a block in the back on the on coming back around or a blind side rather uh, just on the position of all this. But, uh, you know, it, it's an unfortunate when a big play like that uh, gets called back uh, on the account of a lineman. Really, most of the time when that happens, they're trying to readjust the blocking to that of who's running the football. Let's hear from our whitehead, Jeremy Carney. I think we'll block in the back offense. Uh, after the play, personal foul, defense, 15-year penalty, both will be enforced. So there you go. So 10 yards from the spot, Joel. So they mark it back at a 35 on the Litton HMB foul. Then it's a Cavalier foul of 15 yards. So essentially, Litton HMB gets a first down, first and 10 now at their own, at the Cavalier 30-yard line. And watching that running play again, yeah, it was a matter of Schumacher was just kind of sporadic as to where he was running. And the line had thought he had cleared the pile, and then they had to readjust for a block, and that's what caused that block in the back. 126 left to play here in the opening half. First and 10 Lions at the Tornado 30-yard line. Schumacher busted out to the far sideline, gets the numbers at the 20, 15, 10, 5, end zone! Lucas Schumacher gets 30 yards on the rush, and for the second time this afternoon, Schumacher finds the end zone, this time on the ground. It's 14-0, Litton HMB. Schumacher's dialed in right now. The line is dialed in right now. Uh, They're doing a great job drawing contact, drawing double coverage, creating openings, and I'm going to credit a majority of that touchdown finding the end zone by a block that came from Dean Vetter at about the 15-yard line towards the far sideline. He sealed off the corner that was needed to find the end zone. Two-point conversion up coming in here, right, Joel? Dean Vetter did a nice job, and Schumacher, once he was able to get to the numbers, good night. Here comes a two-point conversion as Schumacher tries to slither his way to the right-hand side into the two-point conversion in the end zone. It's good. And with 1.17 left to play in the opening half, it's Litton HMB, the Lions, 16, Cavaliers scoreless. You're listening to high school football here on 740 The Fan. This nine-man state championship game, Joel, might not look pretty, but if you're Litton HMB, you'll gladly take it. Only six possessions combined in the opening half, and we got 117 remaining. Turnover on downs by Cavalier, a punt and an interception, a pump by Litton HMB, and back-to-back touchdowns in both with Lucas Schumacher. One through the air to Grant Bush of 35 yards and a large fourth down and 10 play on the other one, just able to get 30 yards, follow Vetter, as he said, and get to the end zone. Yeah, and I think those early few possessions of Flitton kind of feeling out what Cavalier was going to bring to the table, I mean, I, I really felt that Cavalier's line play 
uh, was doing a great job keeping Litton from doing what they wanted to do, and something has clicked for Litton in the positive, and it's really been led by Schumacher, and I think uh, the supporting cast of uh, who's been able to block on the big play. As they're going to have an end over end kick by Schumacher to the 19 yard line and on the return is landing Carter. Carter gets the 25 and strung out and Bush comes in and wraps him up there at the 22. Linton HMB trying to do something that no one's done since the Hankinson Pirates in 2009. Let's have a two-loss nine-man team win a state championship and draw the early minutes here. Cavalier again uh, with Coach Laxall, you don't want to be too aggressive, but you realize that Leighton HMB starts with the football in the third quarter, so we'll see what they want to do here with 71 seconds left in the half. You're not a passing offense, but I think you need to start picking your spots a little bit better, and you need to maybe uh, maybe start looking at some short uh, short route plays to try to make up quick yardage with 111 left before the half. Two wide receivers either side. Clem with the pump fake. Clem looks down the field, goes across the field. That's to Clucci. Clucci makes the catch past the 25 to the 27. Trey Jacob comes in on the coverage. It's a five-yard completion, and quickly they're going to get to line here for the Cavalier Tornadoes. And those are those kind of plays. You knew as soon as that ball hit Clucci's Shotgun hand. formation here for Clem as Clem has some time to throw. Goes down the field to Clucci at the 40, and Clucci gets wrapped up by Schumacher. That's going to be for 14 yards on the pitch and catch and quickly they'll get back to the line here for the Cavalier Tornadoes back to back completions that's a marble I Fargo first down they'll wait for the chain gang to have to get sent before they wind the clock 40 seconds and counting here for the Tornadoes shotgun formation Clem has some time to throw again in the gun looks down the field rolls down near sideline fires throws at the 50 that's going to be caught by Carter at the 40 has the block gets to the 35 at the hash back to the numbers 30 and down and rolls his way to the 26 yard line for the first down and Cavalier gets a big gain of 35 yards Clucci and Clem are the reasons that that became a big play. Again, I complimented the blocking of Litton downfield. Some blocking downfield from receivers is really what allowed Landon Carter to stretch out that big play. As they're going to get a timeout by Litton HMB as Tanner Purington just wants to kind of talk it over. And here's what we always hear in football, right, Joel? The prevent defense. Some people might say that prevents you from actually playing defense. But what we saw, two quick passes across the middle with Clucci. The across the middle play has been there for Cavalier today. We saw with that one then Clem just with a kind of a backyard play found Carter who broke a couple of tackles 23 seconds remaining here in the opening half Cavalier does have one timeout remaining so you can throw the ball anywhere down the field you can run but the one thing Clem sometimes Joel takes some time to throw the football when he's running around you really don't have a lot of time to throw it uh, roll around unless you're going to throw it in the end zone yeah, and again, it's about building confidence. I had mentioned when this drive started is you have to concede short route plays where Clucci got the football, you knew that he wasn't going to get a yard or two more than where he caught that football. Second passing play, same deal. Now there's more confidence in your quarterback. Uh, Clucci and Clem give some good blocking downfield to get a big play. I, I think right now if you're Cavalier, a, a touchdown goes a long way here, not just because you're on the scoreboard, but uh, giving your offense a little bit more life to begin the second half. And the gun is Clem, two wide outside their side. Linton HMB, they're going to bring four. Clem rolls to the right-hand side. He's at the numbers, throws it across his body, incomplete as they were looking for Carter at the 15-yard line. The clock does stop with 13 seconds. So that play, Joel, about took seven, eight seconds off the clock. And now Cavalier probably has two more plays remaining to really try to get it in the end zone. Yeah, and, and I think that this is probably not the worst thing that happens to you. 
you have 26 yards to make up. You're not going for the first down. You're only going for the end zone, and you give yourself some time. And the gun here is Clem again. Litton HMB, they will rush for it. Clem has all day to throw. He's all the way back at the 35. Clem looks down the field. Clem at the 35 again, now goes to the 30. He's at the numbers. Five seconds left. Clem is able to get out of bounds at the 22 with three seconds remaining. So Litton HMB was willing to say, you can hop and do anything you want back there. We'll give you a couple yards, and that's all that he gets. But the final play of the half is upcoming. Yeah, absolutely. It was a thinking man's game there for Litton. They're like, fine. If you want to, if you want to watch and you want to wait for progressions from your receivers, then uh, hey, go ahead, have at it. We'll take a little bit of an extra jump start to our halftime break. But uh, I think he finally started realizing that, and uh, Clem got to the sideline as quick as he could. Three seconds remain here as they got to go 23 yards before the end of the half here for Cavalier in the gun. Linton HMB brings for Clem. Pocket collapses. Golston near side has some time. Throws it down the middle of the field and that's Schumacher again. Schumacher in the end zone for another interception and that's how we'll end this first half of play. Lucas Schumacher is putting his fingerprints all over this nine-man contest. Two touchdowns, two interceptions and at the half, Litton HMB 16, Cavalier scoreless. We're back with some highlights, stats, and recap what happened earlier in the day. That's all coming up on our halftime show here on 740 The Fan. Third down and goal. Shotgun formation. Trips to the left. Clem has some time to throw. He rolls to the far sideline. Steps up. Fires. Throws in the end zone. It's going to be picked off by Schumacher. Schumacher picks it up. It's a touchback. And Schumacher comes up with the INT. And the Lions will take over first and 10 at their own 20 with 327 left to play in the opening half. Some of the highlights, or one of the highlights there, via the defensive variety, and well done because really, Joel, it's it, this has been a game in which Litton HMB is willing to give five, three, maybe ten yards, but for the most part, it's been a tough day for Cavalier in the opening 16 minutes. And the problem, Litton HMB with two of their first three drives of the game has resulted in touchdowns. They get the ball to start the second half up by two scores. Not to say the game can get away from Cavalier quickly, but if Litton HMB scores on the opening drive of the third quarter really Cavalier becomes you're going to have to throw the football for the remainder of this game so say we could realistically see quarter number three come down to three be three possessions amongst the two teams so you cannot go score for score in the third quarter if it comes down to being three possessions the way these offenses have been moving the ball I mean you you need to get a stop and you need to get some points and I thought Cavalier was doing a great job building offense coming towards halftime uh, Clem was really settling in he was really confident in his ability to pass the team was buying into it and then just some small things, some mental things, some time management. You know, you have less than 20 seconds left before you're going to the locker room and you're standing there, they're giving you time and you're going through your progressions. I, I mean, those little things have really taken away Cavaliers' ability to find themselves in the end zone. And I think if you clean those up, you get that confidence back, you have a different game. But uh, unfortunately for Cavalier, they can't start the second half on offense. It's going to have to start on defense. And defense, they're going to have to rely on their playmakers to get something going. Again, uh, uh, an interception, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery, those are some things that would be very key for Cavalier to start out really early in the third quarter. But it has to be as simple as just really uh, getting a stop 
and uh, getting the ball back into their hands. This is our halftime show brought to you by our fine friends at the North Dakota State College of Science. Visit ndscs.edu today to check out a virtual tour or schedule a visit. Joel, before we get to look at the first half numbers and what's ahead, let's recap what happened in the championship game earlier today in the Class A contest. You called it Langdon 42, Lisbon 28. Uh, Langdon with their third straight title, 37 straight win. What kind of impressed you most about both of those teams in that Class A contest? Well, I think Lisbon came out very strong and very confident, and they led 2016 at halftime. Uh, and I think they came out like a team determined. Uh, I, I think Lisbon, or excuse me, Langdon was just the better team. They have been the better team now three years in a row. I mean, no one has really touched them. And now we're not just three years in a row. They played another state championship on top of that. Their regular season record's been impenetrable. So I, I think they showed why those accolades are there, and it's not a fluke. Second half adjustment, I was impressed by Langdon's ability to seemingly do everything right. And I don't think Lisbon did a whole lot wrong in the second half, but Langdon just really held it together. And coming up, we're going to get Beulah and Bismarck St. Mary's after the conclusion of this game at an hour. So let's say roughly this game gets done around 2 o'clock. That game would start around 3 o'clock as an example. In between games, we will also hear from Matt Fetch, High School Activities Director, and Greg Sobolik, or Rob, excuse me, Rob Sobolik of the uh, Fargum General Manager in between games with Jack Michaels. Then we'll get to the 3A Championship game with West Fargo Cheyenne and alongside Bismarck Century. And we also will have our third and final Dakota Bowl feature with MA. Kenny uh, Shanley kicker and with him Andrew Langing of Bismarck Century both players are heading to power five schools Kenny to Stanford to kick while Langing heading to play on the offensive line for Chris Kleiman in Manhattan Kansas and Kansas State at the half again brought to you by North Dakota State College of Sciences Linton HMB 16 Cavaliers scoreless we're back after this with a look at the first half numbers here on 740 the fan First and 10 Lions at the Tornado 30-yard line. Schumacher busted out to the far sideline. Gets the numbers at the 20, 15, 10, 5, end zone. Lucas Schumacher gets 30 yards on the rush. And for the second time this afternoon, Schumacher finds the end zone. This time on the ground, it's 14-0, Litton HMB. Three seconds remain here as they got to go 23 yards before the end of the half here for Cavalier in the gun. Litton HMB brings for Clem. Pocket collapses. Golston near side has some time. Throws it down the middle of the field and that's Schumacher again. Schumacher in the end zone for another interception and that's how we'll end this first half of play. Lucas Schumacher is putting his fingerprints all over this nine-man contest. Two touchdowns, two interceptions and at the half Litton HMB 16 Cavalier scoreless. There you go. There's a look at some of the highlights here. And again, Lucas Schumacher is making an early case for our CI Sport player of the game. Litton HMB 16. Cavalier, the tornado scoreless. You're listening to Nine Man Championship uh, here on 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. Let's recap the first half scoring. Litton HMB scored on a fourth down as they went through the air to Schumacher for 35 yards. Schumacher with a two point uh, conversion as well, rushing with 11.05 left in the first half. It was 8 nothing. Litton. HMB. Then with 117 left to play in the first half, Lucas Schumacher with a 30-yard rushing touchdown. Schumacher with a two-point conversion, 16-0 Linton HMB in the first half. Take a look at the first half numbers here on the 
individual numbers. Schumacher, seven carries for 64 yards and a score. Trey Jacob with six carries for 28 yards at over 2,000 yards rushing on the season. A school record, but really it's been Lucas Schumacher on the outside for the Lions. Then you have Grant Bosch with two receptions for 53 yards and King one for four here for Litton HMB. For Cavalier on the ground, Brandon Clem, 18 carries for 62 yards. Jacob Steele, 7 for 19. Hinkle, 4 of 13. And Landon Carter, 1 of 4. Receiving Carter as 1 for 33. Clucci, 2 for 19. Hinkle, 1 for 10. And then 1 for minus 1 yard uh, for Jacob Steele. Passing in the air, you have... Cavalier, Clem, 5 of 11, 61 yards and two interceptions. Schumacher, 3 of 5 for 57 yards and one touchdown. Joel, uh, what kind of stands out to you when you take a look at the first half numbers? Well, I think it's just talking about the fact I said in the pregame is that uh, in order to win a state championship game or show success on a day like this is you got to take away the average from the big guns. you got to make them go below what their average yards are per carry, average yards per game, touchdown per game. Uh, but then it almost becomes like whack-a-mole <laughs> is that you got one of them, but now another one's coming to light. And Lucas uh, Schumacher has is, is been that story for Litton. I think that uh, not that he hasn't shown an inability to carry the football all season uh, but I think that he is becoming a bigger threat and now they're stuck adjusting and trying to figure out on the fly what to do to stop Schumacher and also try to avoid Trey Jacob from exploding and having himself a big game when I look at the numbers uh, for Cavalier uh, you would think that they would not be out gaining total yardage against Lytton. Uh, I think it's just the penalties. There's the big difference. Six penalties, 50 yards. I, I think that they have just put themselves in situations. Look at time of possession. Uh, Cavalier has time of possession. Cavalier has total yardage. It's 10 yards, but they, you know, by 10 yards, but they still have it. Uh, it's penalties and turnovers is where they really come up short on what they need to do. Two interceptions thrown inside the end zone means that you've gotten as close as you can to scoring without actually putting the ball in the right hands. This halftime show is brought to you by our fine friends at the North Dakota State College of Science. It's just a two-year college that prepares people just like you for a great paying career in a wide range of high-demand industries. And better yet, they have more than 80 academic options to choose from. Take what interests you and turn it into a career. Attending college is an investment in your future, and the best thing is that it opens doors. Industry partners and state-of-the-art equipment help ensure your success and open doors to 98% placement after graduation. You can take your classes in Wapiton, Fargo, or online, depending on the program. Visit ndscs.edu. That's ndscs.edu today to check out a virtual tour or schedule a visit. At the half, Linton HMB 16, Cavalier, their Tornadoes uh, scoreless. Final thing for you, Joel, before we take one more break and get to our second half. Um, I'm going to ask you a two-part question. The first part, if you're late in Linton HMB, do you change much? As there's only six drives in that football game combined. On the flip side, if you're Cavalier, how do you climb out of not a big hole, but still it might feel bigger than 16 points, just how this opening 24 minutes has played out. If I'm Litton, I don't change anything. And I think what they've shown today is that when getting a little bit more fancy isn't working, they've gone back to the bare basics, the eye formation, they're running it down their throat. So I think that they've done a good job. Uh, kind of adjusting those levels. I think for Cavalier, I think if I'm Coach Laxdahl, what I'm saying in the locker room is, guys, we own the time of possession. We're 10 yards ahead in total yards gained. Where are we lacking? Penalties and interceptions. I say we clean up 
those mistakes and then the mental mistakes like we saw from Clem where he's uh, checking down the receivers and the clock's winding down closer to zero at the end of the half. I, I think the mental mistakes and the penalties, uh, I think that those are the things that they need to clean up. And I think if they can get that offense rolling and consistent and control the time possession like they have, uh, this 16-point deficit could go away pretty fast. But it's also going to have to start out again a big play defensively, a big stand defensively to begin the third quarter. We'll get to the third quarter after this quick timeout. That does it for our halftime show brought to you by our fine friends at the North Dakota State College of Science. It's letting HMB 16 Cavaliers scoreless. We're back after this with the second half here on 740. The Center goes Schumacher. Jacob dots the eye. Cavalier, they will rush three. Play action. They're looking down the field. A pump fake. It's a hitch and go. They got him down the field at the five. That's push. Touchdown! Linton HMB goes 35 yards. Grant Bush with Painter and a fourth and 12. The Lions find six and the Lions take the lead 6-0 over Cavalier. What a play, really, for the first touchdown of the game, Joel. A fourth and ten. You had a timeout. You come out under center, double tight, one wide receiver. You sell the pump fake, hitch and go to Grant Bush. And and really, Schumacher, two interceptions, a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. But that's been between even the Class A title game and today. That's been one of the pass, better passes we've seen here inside the Fargo Dome. Yeah, a great play, a great sell, uh, a great job by Bush to stay on the route and, and to stay on his assignment. Uh, I, I think Litton is very, very much a team that is dialed in right now. And uh, if they get out to a quick start this end, potentially have seen a uh, high-scoring game, or we could have saw a defensive stand, and I think right now uh, we're seeing that defensive side of things. As we just said, a quick little glitch, a glitch, I think it was a gremlin. The gremlin was saying, hey, I just want to eat something. It's like noon hour, so let's just get ready to rock and roll here for the second part of our football game. Chase Miller, Joel Morgan with you from the Fargonum. Holden Mitchell back at our 740 The Fan Flagship Studios. Jack Michaels will join us for the final two calls of the championship game, but at the half, it's 16 to nothing. Litton HMB with the lead over Cavalier. The Tornadoes put this one on the tee. Ty Holmquist end over and kick to Linton HMB back at the 14-yard line. The Lions with King, and King gets to the 31 before he's tripped up there. So 19 make it 17 yards on the return. First and 10, Linton HMB at their own 31-yard line. Yeah, the defense right now for Cavalier, again, I think 31 yards, uh, or starting this drive from the 31-yard line is doesn't put Cavalier in a horrible position, but it's, again, a matter of what your defense is going to do right now. I mean, you can't allow any points. Linton HMB looking for their first state title since 2003. They're two quarters away if this one can stand. They'll come out eye formation, handoff, Jacob left-hand side, and Jacob powers his way to about the 35-yard line. Hinkle in on the tackle alongside with Latexier. Four yards on the rush, but one thing that Cavalier has done well, just because Trey Jacob hasn't touched it much, seven carries for 32 yards as we have an injured uh, tornado coming up a little bit late. Looks like to be Latexier. He looks fine, so second and six upcoming. Yeah, if you get Trey Jacob going, uh, you're in trouble. Schumacher and Jacob become a big threat, and this can get away from Cavalier. As you have it, second and six, I formation again at the 35-yard line, working from the south to the north end zone. Handoff, Jacob, who just gets met in the hole by Brandon Clem, coming in for the tackle. Third down and six, now for Litton HMB. 
Great tackle, by the way, by the linebacker. Clem just comes in. Cavaliers defensive quarter. Brandon Clem, Jacob Steele, Trevor Hinkle at linebacker. Safeties of Bryson Clem and Brody Clucci. Demetrius Avila at defensive end with Latexier and Daniel Hinkle, the defensive tackle, a senior at six foot three, two sixty-five. So third and six. Here in the third quarter, 10.45 remaining, 16-0 your score. Linton HMB play action. They're looking for Bush at the 40. Bush makes the tackle. Excuse me, the catch, but a great tackle by Carter. A yard shy of the first down. Joel, I tell you what, looked like Bush was easily going to get that one. Had to come back about a yard, and then, boom, Johnny in the spot was landing Carter. Yeah, he got that big tackle, prevents the first down. You get a fourth. I believe they'll put it at a fourth and one. A lot can happen between a fourth and one. It's not as guaranteed as you think, and this is a big moment for Cavalier. It's it's not over if they don't get this first down. Obviously, it's far from over, but this can be a big momentum changer. Schumacher right up the middle, puts the pile going. He needs a yard, and he'll gain four, and they'll actually give him five to the 45-yard line. Schumacher with a quick snap. He was barely under center for more than a second, able to get the first down, brought to you by Marble Life of Fargo, and it's a first and ten line at their own 44. Yeah, Schumacher came into the play low. He kind of huddled down basically under center and stayed in that crouch under center. And then when he popped up, he was able to get free of the defense and pick up those couple extra yards. I think going upright was really the big thing for those two extra yards at the tail end of that run. Carter Renz lines up to the far side as a lone receiver under center. Schumacher, handoff goes to Trey Jacob, who bounces out of one, but not two tackles, and he rumbles his way close to midfield at the 49-yard line. Coming in on the tackle and uh, Latexier, but five yards on the run by Jacob, second and five, upcoming for the Lions. Yeah, and that's Trey Jacob. We talked about him a lot in the pregame. We look at his numbers, and uh, this is the first, I think, run we've seen from him. We've really got to see what he can do as a running back. Again, if you're Cavalier right now, you're worried about him becoming an option again uh, for Litton H&B's offense. Three minutes off the clock here in the third quarter. It's nine minutes and left here in the third stanza. 16-0, Linton HMB over Cavalier. Under center again goes Schumacher. You have Trey Jacob. Jacob on the handoff, gets to the 45 and gets the first down for enough of a rush. They're going to give him six yards on the rush. First down brought to you by Marble Life Fargo. But, Joel, we're seeing a little wrinkle here now. Jacob just in the backfield lining up as the fullback would, but you don't have the eye formation. And really it's a read option play right off the bat, either going on the dive or Schumacher will keep it on the QB spot. Yeah, and when you get to that formation on defense, you got to sell out something, and right now they're selling out the wrong part because uh, Trey Jacob has been impressive on this drive. As you have Schumacher goes under center, Vetter motions right to left across the formation with Trey Jacob in the backfield. This will be a handoff to Jacob, and then Schumacher, but coming in was Brandon Clem with an absolute great tackle for the Tornadoes. Yeah, Clem, it was a sign of that linebacker position uh, to be on Jacob on that play, and I don't think there's anything else that he was supposed to be doing but to attack Jacob and try to slow his running game. You have the guards of Nathan Schatz, Schumacher, and Kalema, tight ends of Fody and Landon Bush. 
wide receiver Carter Renz, Dean Venter the fullback, Trey Jacob the running back, and Lucas Schumacher at quarterback here for Litton HMB. Second and 10 at the Tornado 45-yard line. Vetter motions right to left across the formation against Schumacher with the play action. Looking for Vetter, has him in the flat at the 40. Vetter breaks the tackle 35-30, and it's 15 yards. What could have been an interception ends up being 15 yards on the pitch and catch. First and 10 Lions at the Tornado's 30. Chase, all of that happened in slow motion. The ball no sooner came out of Schumacher's hands, and you're like, here comes an interception. Somehow it was fingertips that got it over the defender, and then just a great run to stretch things out. You're seeing frustration right now on Cavaliers' defense. They're losing minutes right now. They're losing time, and they're allowing a team to get closer to their end zone. Four and a half minutes off the clock here. Litton HMB, first and ten at the Tornado 30. Handoff, Jacob right up the middle, and Jacob powers his way past the 25. He's still trying to move. There's no whistle yet, and he's down at the 22-yard line. Eight yards on the rush, but to your point, Joel, this is still the first possession of the second half. Starting back at Litton HMB's 31, they've able to get 50 yards on this drive, and they've taken five minutes off the clock here so far in this third quarter yeah I, I said i thought that this third quarter could be two or three possessions combined between the teams and now uh we're seeing that come to fruition right now they have awoken the beast and trey jacob he is being very productive when you start focusing in on him lucas schumacher could do some big things right now. 7.03 left to play in the third quarter. Linton HMB 16 Cavaliers scoreless timeout tornadoes brought to you by West Funeral Home here on the fan. Timeouts brought to you by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. It's the little things that make the difference. 7.03 left to play here in the third quarter in Linton HMB. It's been a rock'em, sock'em, robot kind of football game. And, Joel, if you're Coach Tanner Pearson right now, you got to love it. Clock's coming down, possessions are starting to get limited, and you're working two, three, four, maybe seven yards per play right now for the Lions. Yeah, everything's clicking right now for the Lions. And Cavalier, there's still another quarter left after the seven minutes, but they're in trouble right now. Second down and two I formation play action as they're looking for Bush coming up on a little pump and go down the field. Incomplete. Great coverage from Cavalier going stride for stride in landing Carter. Third down and two. got to like the aggressiveness there on second and two but to your point Joel Cavalier hasn't touched the ball yet here in the third quarter and you can really ill afford to give up a score here to try to be down three scores against the type of defense and offense we've seen from Linton here today yeah no absolutely you 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 got to lock down right now and I, and I said that going into the halftime is you need a big defensive stand to start out the half Schumacher QB keeper gets two yards and one for the first down now to the 19 three yards on the rush and the Lions are in the Cavalier tornado red zone yeah they seemingly cannot find an answer for anything that Litton is throwing at him right now again Trey Jacob I mean Schumacher had a fantastic first half now you get Trey Jacobs to have a fantastic second half is what it's shaking up to I mean uh, Cavalier needs a turnover right now. I, I said originally that I think they needed a stop. They need a turnover. They need the ball in their hands right away. Spark a life. out of the end zone. Yes, yeah, something to get their defense and have it carry over to their offense. First and 10 now for Linton HMB. 6.30 left to play in the third quarter. 16-0 Lions. Jacob right up the middle. Puts the foot down at the 19. Gets four yards on the first down carry. Second and five upcoming. Jacob right now on the afternoon. 13 carries for 54 yards. And that's something that Jacob did there that I think makes a great running back is that he was running towards the left, 
Yeah, if he could have powered through there, he may have gotten into the end zone or at least inside of the 10 on the first down. But he cut to the right because the opening was better, and he knew it would have been closed in quick, but he would have taken the positive yards on that run. Second down and six here for Litton HMB. Ball spotted at the Cavalier 15-yard line between the hashes. Handoff, Jacob, stretch play outside. Jacob to the numbers, to the 10, to the 5, end zone. Touchdown to Trey Jacob and Litton HMB. The Lions now lead it 22-0 here midway through the third quarter. Yeah, give Jacob the touchdown. Give Dean Vetter the assist. Great job again on another touchdown. He sealed off an end and allowed his teammate to score. Blocking sometimes is a thankless statistic, a thankless play until your team is in the end zone. Trey Jacob with a 15-yard rushing touchdown, a stretch play. It's been a lot of Jacob here in the second half. On that drive alone, eight carries for 42 yards and a touchdown for Litton HMB. The Lions milk out off the clock. Six minutes and 16 seconds. Two-point conversion. Schumacher goes under center. Hard count. And we're going to get a flag on Cavalier with the hard count to get him a oh, make it at the one-and-a-half-yard line upcoming half a distance. And I think the, the, the mental game right now, Litton has the edge, and I think that comes from having confidence in what your team is doing on the field. Uh, I think that allows you to think a little bit more clearly. Linton HMB, half the distance now, ball at the one and a half yard line. Schumacher, QB keeper, goes around his right tackle into the end zone for the third time today. The same two point conversion. They go around the guard of Nathan Chance and Bush, the tight end for the two point conversion. New score, 544 left to play in the third quarter. Linton HMB 24, Cavaliers scoreless. We're back after this with a nine man championship here on the fan. The drive goes 13 plays, 6 minutes and 16 seconds off the clock for 69 yards, capped up by a 15 rushing touchdown by Trey Jacob. It's Linton HMB 24, the Cavalier Tornado scoreless in what has been a game dominated by Linton HMB. Schumacher puts this one on the team. As you say that, you have a flag. It'll be first, first down and 10 at the 35 after the kick is kicked out of bounds. But right now, Joel, if you're a Cavalier down by three scores, it's time to giddy up and boogie, as they say. Yeah, the body language right now from Cavalier is not that of a team uh, that is happy with the position they're in. Down 24 nothing, touching the football for the first time in the second half with under six minutes to play in the third quarter. Um, the body language isn't with them right now. They know that there's work to be done. Again, Maybe you go some short pass routes, you start building back your confidence, and you end this on a touchdown. Two wide receivers split on either side. Clem in the shotgun formation with Steele to his left. Handoff, Steele right up the middle. Steele gets about to the 40. They'll mark it down there. A healthy five-yard rush, and that's been one of the better runs we've seen from Steele this afternoon. Yeah, I think so, and I think nothing super fancy about that run it's just a run and uh, now steals down on the field and uh, that's a blow i think if if it's something serious right now you, you don't want to have in a game like this we'll take a time with them as they attend to steal at the 41 yard line it is a 24 nothing advantage for litton hmb we'll let you know how the sophomore six foot one sophomore for steel is after this here on 740 the fan well, it looks like uh the sophomore jacob Steele might just had a stinger 
as he's got the helmet back on, favoring the right shoulder a little bit. But regardless, it's good to see the helmet back on. He's walking down under his own power on the near sideline. But back to the game at hand. Second and four, Cavalier. They have a handoff to Hinkle, and Hinkle gets close to the first down, two yards on the rush before he has met their Dean Vetter also. Kalema in on the tackle, third down and two now for Linton HMB. And Linton's doing everything they need to be doing on this drive. I mean, again, time is of the essence as we're inside of five minutes in the third quarter. You're down by 24 points, but they're moving the ball efficiently. They're not wasting downs. Uh, they need to continue to do that here right now to build back that confidence. And Cavalier has it. Third down and two against the Linton HMB defense. They need the 45. They'll get the 45. As Steele comes right back into the game and motors his way to about the 46. Three yards on the rush, but with 4.42 left to play in the third quarter, Linton HMB's fine, giving up three, four, five yards as long as they don't give up the big play as now Cavalier quickly goes into the no-huddle offense. Yeah, Cavalier really needs to get to the end zone here quick. Four and a half minutes seems like a long time, but it's really not in this third quarter. Two odd receivers either side. They'll motion Hinkle on the jet sweep. A low snap. Now Clem has to keep it past the 45, and he gets met by Vetter. That's Dean Vetter for a three-yard gain. The low snap put the timing off instantly here for the Tornadoes, but Clem able to get three yards and get a couple of yards there on the first down. As you have on the offensive side, Demetrius Avila, the center. Dylan Daniel Hinkle at left guard and Andre LaTexture at right guard here. Two odd receivers either side for Cavalier. Shotgun formation for Clem. Litton HMB rushes for Clem has all day to throw. Now rolls to far sideline, pointing up. Now Clem gets past the 50 and high tops his way close to the first down at the 44. Depends on the spot. They'll mark him a yard short for five yards on the game. You know, I, I don't like to disagree with the officials a lot, but I'm going to watch the replay, I guess, before I open my mouth. I thought that maybe that last high step had got him to the first down marker as I watched the replay, and uh, he was just just behind it. So it, it was close. I, I, I think the spot could have gone his way. but Third down and one. Again, if they want to, they can review it here inside the Dakota Bowl with the replay review. They won't, but it won't matter anyway. As Clem gets the first down, puts the helmet down, gets past the 42 to 39. Six yards on the rush by Clem. 21 carries now for 76 yard. A very workmanlike performance here for Cavalier. They are at least moving the football down the field, but this drive needs to result in a touchdown. Currently yeah. down by 24. They can't afford to get inside the 20 and turn the ball over inside the end zone. That's, There's not enough time for that. That's been part of the storyline. Two interceptions, both with Schumacher. Clem looks for the shovel pass. Instead, will keep it past the 42, the 35, and hogtie down with a horse collar at the 32. Coming up with the penalty, that'll be 40. So give him the eight yards on the rush plus the horse collar, and Cavalier will get a first down on top of the rush of seven yards. Yeah, I, I think Foley threw down the second hand to try to get some force on the shoulder, and unfortunately the hand came down inside of the collar for that horse collar call. I haven't seen too many penalties on Linton HMB. One was actually ended up being a five-yard advantage because they had a hole, but a personal foul late hit on Cavalier made it five yards. But, Joel, if you're a Cavalier, you'll gladly take this seven yards with the rush, add another 15 yards. Now you're knocking on the doorstep, first and 10 at the Lions' 15-yard line here for the Tornadoes with 3.20 left to play in the third quarter. Shotgun formation for Clem. Two odd receivers either side. Hand up to Steele right up the middle, and Steele powers his way past the 10 to the 9, six yards on the rush. 
You know, it's a gift for Cavalier right now, and the best thing they can do is find the end zone. There's This drive can't end any other way, Chase. You're down by three possessions, and by the way, three possessions with three two-point conversions as well to make the uphill climb just a little bit more steeper. They go two wide receivers either side here for the Cavalier Tornadoes. You have Carter in the slot to the left and Hinkle in the slot to the right. Clucci to the far right at the numbers at the boundary. Shotgun formation. Clem keeps it right at the middle. Makes a man miss. Gets to the five and he gets the first down to the two. First and goal upcoming for Cavalier. And a great job getting Clem in the mix to, to get this drive closer to the end zone. They use that mix of running backs early on, and now they're focusing on what's working. And I think that this is the kind of confidence the offense showed before they went into the locker room for halftime. As they have it first and goal at the two, the Tornado's just trying to break the dam, so to speak, get in the end zone, try to get that water rushing in orange and black, the Tornado's colors. Clem up the middle, into the end zone. There it is, the first touchdown of the afternoon for Kevin. Cavalier comes with the 2-10 mark in the third quarter, and the Tornadoes still have a pulse down 24-6 against Slinton HMB. There's two things I said needed to happen in this third quarter for the Tornadoes to start a comeback, a defensive stop and a touchdown. And then as the quarter progressed, I said they need to get a defensive turnover. They can still do that to help their comeback case here. They've hit the first one. They need to get this two-point conversion. They need to have defense be a playmaker for the final 210 of this quarter and carry that over to the fourth. Cavalier will come out trips to the bunch for to the far sideline of the field. Shotgun formation here for Clem. Clem has some time. Goes to Steele in the flat. Steele makes a man miss. That's better. End zone. Two-point conversion is good. And with 210 left to play in the third quarter, it's Linton HMB 24. Cavalier mounting a little bit of a comeback down by eight. We're back after this here on The Fan. 10 plays, 65 yards, 3 minutes and 34 seconds off the clock. And we have a line drive kick that's bobbled by Bush. The ball is still free. Cavalier looks like they're on it at the 32-yard line. If that is, it'll be a free possession. And instead, it's Litton HMB football. Oh, what Johnny on the spot there for Litton HMB. That looks to be Justin Chosick as that ball was turning and burning around. And then Chosick able to recover at the 32. Joel Cavalier almost got an early turkey leg here at the Fargo. You know, sometimes we just talk about offense and defense making things happen for your team, but special team, that third phase right now, they almost got themselves a big big chance to take a shot at the end zone. See if they get a little momentum after that drive that was capped off with a two-yard rushing touchdown by Brandon Clem. First and ten, though, for Linton HMB at their own 32 handoff. Jacob left-hand side, and that is a tackle for loss, something we haven't said too much of today, and give credit to Demetrius Avila, the 5'7 junior, coming in to blow up that play. And you're seeing the line right now for Linton HMB kind of shrugged shoulders at each other. I, I think no one was on the same page on that drive or on that snap and uh, yeah trey jacob did, did not get a positive play out of that and that's uh, something that again could be a sign of momentum changing towards cavalier one wide receiver split out to the near sideline that's grant bush under center is schumacher schumacher handoff jacob right up the middle who spins his way past the 35 keeps powering to the 36 and using those wrestling moves to the 37 as he's able to get six yards and make it third down and medium upcoming for the lions and the lions they're not going to be too quick to close out this half i, I mean obviously they 
Well, a whole other 12 minutes worth of football coming your way after this one, but I think they're definitely going to want to try to grind off seconds and minutes. 60 seconds left to play here in the third quarter. 24-8, Lincoln HMB over Cavalier under center is Schumacher as Jacob dots the eye. Power eye formation, Schumacher, QB keeper. It's worked all afternoon, but that time Cavalier and Brennan Clem comes up with a stop. One yard on the game and fourth and four upcoming. Momentum right now is in the hands of the Tornadoes. A, they, a great stick, by the way, by, by Clem right up the A-gap. Yeah, Clem just stayed there. He saw open space. He closed it out, and you took momentum away from Schumacher. So now you've taken away Schumacher on this drive. Uh, you limited Trey Jacobs on this drive, and now you're going to force him a punt. We'll keep it here after the timeout. Coach Laxdahl didn't like what he sees. The problem with this now, Joel, that's the second timeout taken by Cavalier. So just one remaining to try to stop the clock. But the good news is you score, you're going to get the ball back, and if you can find a way to get in the end zone and get a two-point conversion again, you're just down by one score. And as we saw on special teams, anything is quite possible in this contest. But regardless, 20 seconds left to play here in the third quarter. Schumacher will come on, and it looks to punt for Litton HMB. But one thing you said off air, Joel, is you're going to expect more maybe Jacob Steele east to west get the quick screen game going if Cavalier gets the football back. I would I would live and die by the screen for that next possession because because once you start getting guys in open space and you go one-on-one, I think that's where Cavaliers' athleticism has really excelled. They did it on the two-point conversion. They did it on that drive that ended the first half with an interception in the end zone. So I think that should be the game plan from this point forward until otherwise, and then you go back to your ground and pound style of play. Linton HMB will come on with Schumacher to punt back at his 25-yard line. You have Carter back at his own 30 here for Cavalier. Cavalier will just rush three. Schumacher able to get the right foot of boot off. It's a spiral that goes to 25. Takes the Lions roll inside the 20 and a roll out of bounds close to the 16-yard line. A great punt with no return that really flips the field here with 10 seconds left to play in the third quarter. I still think that puts a lot of pressure on Cavalier to score quickly. Obviously, you're not going to score in 10 seconds unless you're willing, and I think it's obviously really risky right now to take a deep shot downfield, but I, I think you need to score within the first two, three minutes of the fourth quarter right now, down 24-8. Yeah, we'll see what happens as, again, they need a lot to happen, but they able to get the touchdown and get back by 16. That's what they were down by at the half. So not much really in terms of the scoreboard has changed. Still a 16-point disadvantage here for Cavalier. They motion Carter left to right across the formation. In the shotgun is Clem. Clem, QB keeper, gets to 20 at the numbers, tries to evade Bush, and spins to the 24-yard line. So seven yards on the carry, and that's how we'll end our third quarter of play. Clem now 25 carries for 99 yards and a score. We head to the fourth quarter. Linton HMB 24, Cavalier 8. This is Nyman Championship Football from the Dakota Bowl on the fan. In the third quarter, Trey Jacob capped a 13-play, 6-minute, 16-second, 69-yard drive with a 15-yard rushing touchdown. Then Cavalier came back, though, with a Clem 2-yard rushing score. And it's 24-8 as we enter our final quarter. Cavalier looking for their first championship since 2014. Well, for Linton HMB, they're looking for their first championship since 2003. So it's been a while for Linton HMB, but the Lions have been to the Cotable many times in the 2000 here in this 
Century as we come out second and three. Shotgun Clem, QB keeper, and he's going to get past the first down, past the 27 to the 28-yard line, and that is a Marble Life Fargo first down. Yeah, and they're just going back to what was working for them well in the first half, and that is they're going to line up in the spread. It's going to open things up for Clem. You're going to make the linebackers in the corner second guess what they're doing on coverage, and I wouldn't be shocked if this next play, Cavalier will put the ball in the air. We'll have a first down. They'll mark it to the 28-yard line. Chase Miller, Joel Morgan with you from the Dome, holding Mitchell back at our flagship studios. First and 10 shotgun formation. Clem QB keeper right up the middle again to the 30, and better coverage and a tackle by Schumacher to able to come up. And we've seen Schumacher do that a ton today, Joel, playing the safety spot and pretty much just reading an angle and firing and able to make a tackle that could have been a 10-yard gain to about a 5-yard gain. Yeah, he's done a great job covering space. So time and space has been something he's excelled in covering. Clem, little shovel pass now to Steele. Steele gets to the 40-yard line, and Steele rolls his way to the 43-yard line, 10 yards on the play. We've seen the shovel pass a couple of times. They've never actually went to it, but that time they do for 10 yards. Yeah, and I, and I thought out of the spread it would be time to start really getting a passing play going, and the shovel pass is not the one I thought was coming, but they're getting the yards they need. 11-15 left to play in the fourth quarter. Linton HMB 24, Cavalier 8. They go right up the middle with Clem. Clem rolls his way to the 15. He gets spun down by Derek Vetter, trying to be like our Sarah Heinrich Farm and Ranch, kind of trying to get the cattle there with the rope. He's lassoed down by Vetter. Now they're just really getting physical right now as Cavalier. They're not taking any yard for granted. They have all the momentum. It needs to result in points. Second and three. Handoff goes to Steele. Steele gets to the hash to the 40 to the 35-yard line, and Steele gets wrapped up by Grant Bush at the 34. So don't count Cavalier out just yet. One of the better plays we've seen, 18 yards, first and 10 tornadoes at the Lions 35. Uh, He got his signs crossed just a little bit from Bryson Clem's block. And I, I think that if uh, he would have came off that block from Krem a little cleaner, uh, I think he would have uh, probably given himself an extra 10, maybe 15 yards on the run. First down and 10 tornadoes. They'll take it regardless as they're getting closer to knocking on the door yet again. Shotgun formation for Clem, both left and right. Clem rolls near sideline, has some time, picks up a block, gets to the numbers at the 40, looks down the field, and he's going to get pushed out of bounds by Dean Vetter. So Clem was looking down the field to Clucci and a couple other players as Clem might have got the wind knocked out of him as he talks to Coach Laxdell quickly on the near side line yeah and this is looking a lot how the first half looked except favoring Linton HMB where time and space are really in control right now for one side it's Cavaliers momentum right now as you have it second and 10 ball at the near hash 10 15 make it 10 17 left to play here in the fourth quarter 24 to 8 Linton HMB with the advantage shotgun formation as they step up Clem looks down the field for Clucci at the 10 and Clucci runs into a defender incomplete he was trying to show that hey there should have been pass interference but Joel you actually had the defender Boston Geffro looking at the ball Clucci wasn't incomplete pass third down and 10. Yeah, I thought there might have been a a case for a holding call coming near the end of that play, but I I think uh, you can see that Cavalier thought they should have been spotted some extra yardage. So all of a sudden for the Tornadoes, they'll have it first down and 10. As they send Clucci to the near side, trips to left-hand side, shotgun formation as Clem in the gun. 
quick screen to the outside. That's going to be caught at the numbers to the 30, to the 25, and pushed out of bounds at the make it 24-yard line. Trevor Hinkle with 11 yards, and to your point, Joel, some of the quick screen game here for the Tornadoes. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't seen more of this in this drive, but in spite of me, they've been very successful on that, and I, and I think that's why not. But now that we get closer to the red zone, closer to the end zone, I think we're going to start seeing more of that east-west kind of play. First down and 10. They'll mark it at the far hash at the 24. Cavalier working left to right or from the south to the north end zone here at the Dome. High snap. Clem, QB keeper, gets the 20, makes a man miss at the 15, and he dives forward close to the first down. It looks like he'll have enough to gain 10 yards. They will give him a Marble Life Fargo first down. Yeah, it's it, they're a team possessed right now is Cavalier. I thought by the body language that we saw in the second quarter that they were really deflated. But right now they are doing a great job first, trying to get this comeback. First down and 10, handoff to Steele, and Steele gets met right in the gap by Schumacher coming down from his safety spot for just two yards on the rush. 9.38 left to play in the fourth quarter. 16-point deficit for Cavalier. Tornadoes with just one timeout remaining. Yeah, we're starting to see teams file in for our next game, uh, Beulah and St. Mary's, and uh, I, I think the sight of that for these players from Cavalier has put a little bit of urgency on them. Two wide receivers both either side in the gun. Clem, QB keeper as they pull the right guard. Clem hops over a man to the five, into the end zone. Touchdown, Cavalier. Brandon Clem brings his dancing shoes into the Fargo Dome. It's now 24-14, to and the all-important two-point conversion upcoming. Great high step by Clem at about the five-yard line. He had all sorts of openings. Also credit a key block put down by Jacob Steele that allowed Clem to find his way into the end zone. With 9-13 left to play in the fourth quarter, Cavalier just down by 10 after the 13-yard rushing touchdown by Clem. This to make it a one-possession game. You might look back at the two-point conversions, and that might... Well, win it for either of these teams. Clem, two-point conversion to Steele near sideline. Steele dives through the pylon, and he's in as he breaks the plane. As he breaks the plane, wow. Clem goes to Steele, and don't look now. Cavalier just down by a score, 24-16 to with 9-13 left to play in the fourth quarter. Buckle up as we have a dandy here from the Fargnome. This is the nine-man championship on the fan. What well, was at one point a 24 to zip lead, Litton HMB with 5.44 left to play in the third quarter. Uh, all of a sudden, 16 points now by Cavalier. Clem with both rushing touchdowns, and then both times a two point conversion. Clem goes to Jacob, and don't look now, Joel. Uh, it's been a while since Litton HMB's offense has had some pressure in this game, and you can move the ball down the field, but you're going to have to find a way to put it in the end zone the way Cavaliers' offense is looking in the second half. What Lytton H&B wants right now, and, and it sounds a little off to suggest this, but they almost want the football to stay inside the 30 on this kickoff. That way they have 70 yards of time, 70 yards to make up to kill some time to try to close out this game. As Cavalier puts the ball on the tee, as you're going to have Ty Holmquist at the 40, just a little squib kick and recovered perfectly by Litton HMB at the 46-yard line. You have Carter Renz, part of the hands team there, was ready. So Cavalier with only one timeout remaining, Joel, probably not the worst decision trying to see because on the previous drive, we saw on the kickoff the ball roll a little bit on the turf. They almost recovered it. But Litton HMB, great starting field position at their own 47. Yeah, and... and 
for Lit Nation B to have the successful besides getting eight more points to give yourself some more breathing room is four, five, six minutes off the clock. Uh, that's what their goal is right now is uh, time and points. Trey Jacob dots the eye. Schumacher under center. Eye formation. Carter Rents the far side. Five on the play clock. Handoff. Jacob makes the cut. Gets to the 50. And he rolls his way into Cavalier territory at the 48-yard line. And he actually rolled over Landon Carter for an extra two yards. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. <laughs> he came shoulder to shoulder with Landon Carter. And the momentum kept him rolling forward. And the officials will spot the football right there. 17 carries for 79 yards and a rushing touchdown by Jacob Schumacher has been really held in check here in the second half. Two interceptions, two touchdowns, one through the air and one on the ground. And really, Cavaliers done a nice job trying to contain this Lions offense. But they get a good five yards on first, second and five as Litton HMB handoff. And they're going to come out on a jailhouse blitz and gain the backfield as Brennan Clem. That's for a yard loss and third and six upcoming. Yeah, you know, uh, momentum right now from uh, Cavalier. It has not shifted yet, but it needs to shift from offense to defense, and they need to get a stop here. They need to get the ball back. You need, you almost need a turnover right now because you can't lose any more time. A tornado faithful standing imploring their defense to make a three and out and get a stop. Linton HMB faithful on their feet. Eight minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Linton HMB up by eight. Third and six. Schumacher gun rolls, fires, throws. That's going to be cut at the 35 for a push down. Grant Bush on the reception and a stone cold dagger by Schumacher for 15 yards. The only positive note to take from that is Cavalier is that they were able to pull the tackle out of bounds and stop some time not just to reset the first down marker. 92 yards passing now for Schumacher, but when you needed it, Schumacher delivered with 7.45 left to play here in the fourth quarter. Again, Cavalier can really ill afford to give up any points. Turnover on downs, turnover, just something to get the ball back in their offense. And a reminder, only one timeout remaining to try to stop the clock. Play clock now at three, at two. Will the Lions take a timeout? They will. They'll take their first, and we'll keep it here to kind of go over this fourth quarter and some of the scenarios to bring if you're a Linton HMB Lions fan Joel a couple of good news one you got a first and ten two you're just out of the red zone a little bit and three you're up by a touchdown and a two-point conversion so it's a two-part process for Cavalier if they do score if you're Cavalier you're very much still in this football game but as you said need a turnover or at least keep them out of the end zone and get the ball back with even if it's a minute to play that's fine just get the ball back only being down by a score yeah I mean if, if this if we look at this drive right now the line to gain is the 24-yard line. If they could turn getting that 24-yard line into 90 seconds, uh, that's troublesome for Cavalier right now. And then when they get those next 10 yards, if they can turn that into another 90 seconds, and all of a sudden you're taking a shot at the end zone, I mean, 90-second increments when 7.26 is left, you need a touchdown, a two-point conversion. I mean, there are very crucial moments right now, and I think Litton fully understands that, hey, we can escape avoiding a uh, losing this game if we keep moving forward and chewing up clock. Coming up on our post-game report, we'll get to our CI Sport player of the game. I would have said that was Lucas Schumacher after the first two quarters of play, but we might have someone different 
after the conclusion of this one, CI Sport, your number one source for corporate, collegiate, and high school apparel. First and 10 after the Lions timeout. Linton HMB up by 8. 7.26 left to play in the fourth quarter. Play action. Schumacher, QB keeper now at the numbers to the 30, and he gets pushed out of bounds but has enough for the first down. 11 yards on the carry. Schumacher now 11 carries for 83 yards, and then you have Trey Jacob, 18 carries for 78 yards. A well-balanced diet between those two today. That run right there, I think, sends a message. Obviously, if you're a Litton or any team, you're not going to take yards that are in front of you, but they want to score right now. They're not going to worry about the clock game right now. They're going to worry about the point game. As Litton HMB, the clock does stop, though, as it goes out of play for Schumacher on the first. So Carter Renz lines up to the far side of the field. Under center goes Schumacher. Jacob again dots the eye with Vetter in front of him. Stretch play and cutting back into the teeth of that Cavalier defense was Trey Jacob as the defensive end got up the field to make the cutback in. Two yards on the rush, second and eight here for the Lions. If we look at minute seven of the fourth quarter, and now we look at minute seven, or excuse me, at the third quarter, now we look at minute seven of the fourth quarter. This Cavalier football team, Chase, looks like a completely different team right now, and it's been in the swagger they have right now. They're still down by eight, get a touchdown, a two-point conversion, but they're feeling some sort of an opportunity for a comeback right now. Second and eight, ball at the 21-yard line, handoff to Jacob, but tries to get to the numbers at the 30, and he spins his way to the 18. Good coverage and better tackle by Hinkle coming in on that one, makes at third down and five here for Linton HMB. And if you're the Tornadoes, here's what you want. You got it to a third down. You know it's four down territory for the Lions, but you have your opportunity to try to get off the field because another first down almost makes a goal-to-go situation for the Lions. Yeah, a stop here is is very crucial. You know, I, I had thought when they didn't get that stop in the third quarter that this one was over, but Cavalier has proven me wrong on this Dakota Bowl Friday. Six minutes left to play here in the fourth quarter. Two wide receivers either side now as the Lions spread it out. Schumacher, though, QB keeper right up the middle, and coming in is Avila to make the first hit. Then not one, not two, not three. It's a Cavalier tornado black hole as Schumacher gets one yard on the rush, but fourth and four upcoming here for the Lions. And this is, it's almost the same situation we saw going back with the Vikings against Seattle where obviously there's no consideration for a field goal with a team like Litton that doesn't have a kicker who can put it through the uprights. But this first down, a first down right here could realistically be the game. Five and a half to go. Uh, you, you know, you're taking more time. Linton HMB with five seconds on the play clock. They get to the line, trips to the right. Shotgun formation for Schumacher. Schumacher with one, gets the playoff, rolls to the right-hand side, looks down the field, fires, cocks his arm, and throws for it. First down to the nine. That's to Carter Renz for eight yards on the catch. Renz just ran just a little bit of a curl, and Schumacher bowled that one to the nine. Yeah, Renz conceded anything but making a first down catch. He came down low, played the football, laid out and uh, this first down is big here right now as so now we're approaching five minutes left and you know the, the tornadoes are in that position where it's not close enough that they can allow a touchdown and then give themselves more time they just don't have that kind of time to play with Linton hmb under center cavalier by the way with just one timeout remaining again down by eight late in the fourth under center schumacher fullback dive to vetter and vetter spins his way to the 26 we saw that play earlier actually ended up being a fumble so for coach purinton willing to go back to a little fullback dive play has a lot of faith with purinton and dean vetter vetter gets three second and goal from the six something to keep in mind Letting HMB two timeouts remaining 
Cavalier just has one left to go. 4.20 left to play here in the fourth quarter. Coming up, we'll get to our CI Sport player of the game. One wide receiver split out to the right-hand side is Grant Bosch under center again as Schumacher. Cavalier with a five-man front as Trey Jacob dots the eye. They hand it off. Play action. Schumacher! Oh, he's got all daylight in front of him, and he walks in the end zone for a six-yard rushing touchdown. Schumacher for the third time this afternoon finds Paydirt, and the Lions now lead by 14 with 4.02 left to play here in the fourth quarter. Starting from the press box to the fans to the players on the field, everyone bit on that play-action fake handoff. The whole entire defense shifted. They went to the wrong side of the field. Schumacher all but could walk that one into the end zone. He does. And there he goes, Chase, putting himself back up to be the front runner for the player of the game. Two-point conversion upcoming. If there's anything that we found out in the previous three uh, two-point conversions is Schumacher has gone to his right on a QB keeper and he's been in all three times. As they come out in a very similar formation, Schumacher under center. They go to the right-hand side, has a host of guys in front of him, and he walks into the end zone for the two-point conversion. If it's not broke, don't fix it. And the Lions now have doubled up the Tornadoes, 32-16 to with four minutes to play left in the fourth quarter. Don't go away. Cavaliers still with a timeout remaining, but they have to score quickly and then try to get the onside kick. You're listening to Nine Man Football here on 104 on 740 The Fan. Five minutes and 11 seconds comes off the drive there for Litton HMB as they're able to cap a 53-yard touchdown with Schumacher with the six-yard rushing score. They play action to Jacob Schumacher that had all daylight in front of him for the score, and the Lions now double up. Cavalier 32-16, to 16, but don't go away yet because Cavalier gets the ball offensively, and they've been humming in this one. Schumacher with a great end-over-end kick that's going to hit the three to the two, and it's a touchback. Oh, what a perfect kick by Schumacher that rolls 60-plus yards. That was close, Joel, because if it would have went out at the one, it would have been first and 10 at the 35 for Cavalier, and so that's a touchback back at the 20. Yeah, and now Litton's defense just needs to take over. And a lot of pressure right now on the Cavalier Tornadoes. And you're not thinking end zone chase. You're thinking first downs. Got I mean, you've got to break it down that much. Got to just continue to move the chains, as Joel has said there. If you can get the big play, Cavalier and Coach Lagstall will take it. But what we know is this, Joel. There needs to be about five to ten seconds left in the game. Cavalier needs the touchdown and the two-point conversion with enough time on the clock to at least get an onside kick try and then throw a Hail Mary. That's essentially the script right now for the Cavalier Tornadoes. Yep, that's the best they can do if they want to get some overtime. They get to a shotgun formation, two wide receivers either side. Clem back in a 16-yard line. Linton HMB, they'll just rush three. They go across the middle to Hinkle at the 30 to the 35, and Hinkle at the last second put his hands out and caught the football for 16 yards. That's a marble life Fargo first down. Yeah, Cavaliers, uh, I mean, it's just the first play of this drive, but if they can move the ball that quickly, that could be troublesome for Litton HMB. Same formation, two wide receivers either side. As Clem has some time to throw, runs the near sideline, finds Clucci at the numbers at the 40. Clucci puts the helmet down, and he gets to the 43. So that's going to be short of the line to game, but seven yards, and Alex Avita. Uh, trying as best as possible right now to get back up the field and play his center spot seven yards on a pitch and catch. So Clucci with the reception there as for Cavalier. They'll motion a man. 
That's Carter. They have some time to throw with Clem. Clem looks down the field. Linton HMB not even rushing, just rushing three. Now they got a man on a crossing pattern at the 40 to the 35. The Cavalier Tornadoes will have Bryson Clem. Bryson Clem on the reception, and that's a gain of about 20 yards for the first. Yeah, it's almost the same scenario that ended the first half where uh, Cavalier wanted to go through progressions, and Linton said, go ahead, go through progressions. As Cavalier will have to make a substitution as Avila comes off the field. Clem has some time to throw. Goes to Clucci across the middle on a slant for seven yards. They'll mark him down to the 23. Eight yards on the pitch and catch. Under three minutes to play, but Cavalier like a knife on butter, just smoothing their way right now down on this Linton HMB defense as they're at the 27 yard line, second and three. They're looking for a steal. That ball gets batted at the Line and a great job defensively by Linton HMB as Kalema comes in there looking for the quick screen to steal. The clock stops at 2.41 left to play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and, and it, I, I think if you're Cavalier, again, it's not the worst-case scenario to have that pass not be completed. If you weren't going to get positive yardage, I, I think it gives you a chance to slow down your offense just a bit. Third down and two. One wide, two wide receivers split on either side. They'll need the 25 for the first. Shotgun formation for Clem. Clem with the pump fake. Has some time. Goes on a crossing pattern to Clucci at the 20. Clucci tries to evade Landon Bush. He can, and then he's going to get wrapped up down at the 17-yard line. Ten yards on the completion. The clock will stop quickly with 229 left to play in the fourth quarter again cavalier with just one timeout remaining they need a touchdown a two-point conversion and get the onside kick and they're knocking out the door first and 10 for the tornadoes ball at the 17 yard line in the gun clem has some time to throw a deep post pattern down the field caught end zone touchdown cavalier it's landing carter for 17 yards and the tornadoes are not going away quietly down by 10 Great job by Cavalier to finish this drive. A lot of confidence in this Tornadoes offense. And I said said earlier, catching a break was having that pass get batted down. It gave their offense an extra moment to regroup. They saved that timeout. There's still more phases left to try to force overtime this afternoon. And not getting two right here is really where the game could be won and lost. Yeah, two-point conversions have been large in this football contest, and this to make it a one-score deficit. Trips near sideline, one to left, shotgun formation, steal in the gun. Clem has some time to throw, looks down the field. Clem rolls to near sideline, now looking for the back of the end zone. Clem's going to run it instead, and he walks into the end zone. Touchdown! Make that two-point conversion. I thought it was a touchdown because it was so good. Regardless, Cavalier gets a two-point conversion. We'll keep it here with 2.18 left to play. Joel, what would you like about that drive by Cavalier? Started back at their own 20 yard line with 402 only takes a minute and 40 seconds off the clock they go 80 yards in the well most exciting playing football the onside kick is upcoming 80 yards quick time took advantage of breaks given to him by Litton HMB I think that again that batted down pass was a big big part of why that ended in the end zone like it did so 218 left to play. If Cavalier doesn't get the first down, you start playing a mathematician's game, right? With one timeout remaining, you can stop the clock. You can afford to not get the first down if you're a Cavalier fan and still get the ball back, but you're really not going to have a lot of time. By the time you run plays, it takes roughly four seconds per play. So take 12 seconds off the clock to two uh, maybe, you know, 04. You call a timeout, then you run two more plays. You probably take about, you know, another 35 seconds per. It's going to be close, Joel. It's going to be close if they don't get the onside kick here if you're a Tornadoes fan. I think of this 
Tornadoes football team plays three quarters remotely close to how they played this fourth. I think we have a shootout kind of game. It's 34. It's 32 to 24. Ball will be at the 40-yard line as Ty Holmquist will put it on the tee. No one is even back deep for Litton HMB. Everyone is either between the 50 and the 40-yard line as Holmquist. This is a knuckler that goes off a line. It's still free at the 35, but goes out of bounds. Linton HMB goes off a of Carter Renz at the 45 on an absolute bullet and unable to get there because it was kicked so hard was Jacob Steele. He gave a complete Superman layout, but that ball on the turf takes a little bit of a bounce. Carter Renz can't come up with it, and it, Joel, if it takes a bounce towards the numbers and heads towards the sideline, we're probably talking about Jacob Steele recovering at the 30. Instead, ball's at the 34 here for Linton HMB to try to ice this game away. Yeah, and you need to stop them right now. You need a turnover. There's no other way to do this. You can't. You want to stop the first down, obviously, but. Let HMB will have it under center here, and you know they're going to be stripping the ball to Joel's point, so just make sure you hang on to it if you're letting HMB. Schumacher play action. Schumacher far sideline has the first down and some to the 50. Cuts back into the 45 and down at the 43 yard line. That goes 23 yards on the play action just like we saw for the 6 yard rushing touchdown. The exact same play. You play action to Jacob. You boot on the opposite side to Schumacher and you get the first down. Yeah, any other situation in the game, you're taking a direct trip on, on, uh, out of bounds, but a great job by Lucas Schumacher to be aware of where he was on the sideline and to take two or three steps back towards the numbers to allow himself to be tackled inbound. So Cavalier doesn't use their timeout there as they're still first down and 10, 150 to play, handoff to Jacob, and Jacob is tackled in the backfield for a loss, and the clock will keep on ticking. That tackle in by Andre Latexier, so second and 11, play clock at 30 seconds now, the game clock at 136, so they can get this all the way down to about 67 seconds before they need to snap another play. Yeah, I'm surprised that they're still hanging on to that timeout here. I think they're just trying to use the elements to the best of their advantage. As Linton HMB goes under center here. Trey Jake, uh, excuse me, Jacob dots the eye. Schumacher under center. Rens to the near side here. Second and 11. They hand it off. Play action. Schumacher gets to the 45-yard line. Cuts back in at the 40. In on the tackle for Cavaliers. And it'll be Bryson Clement. There's the timeout by Coach Laxdahl. And alongside the Cavalier Tornadoes, it is a rush, though, of six yards. And there will be third down and six. Third down and six. This timeout brought to you by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. It's little things that make the difference. Schumacher with 15 carries, over 100 yards rushing on the game. Close to 100 yards throwing. A passing touchdown, two rushing touchdowns, two interceptions in this contest. But, Joel, if Cavalier makes the stop, and let's say six seconds just because it makes it easier for math on you and me right now goes from a minute and six seconds to a minute the game clock will restart or the play clock will start at 40 so it could go all the way down to 20 and then you'd have a fourth down upcoming whether Litton HMB wants to punt whether they want to run around so to speak and just try to have Schumacher go left and right and kill as much time off the clock as possible and throw it down the field barring if it's a three-yard loss or a three-yard gain we'll really tell what fourth down we have here for Litton HMB if Cavalier can make a stop. Yeah, a lot of factors coming in a short period of time <laughs> right now I mean 
again, you're cliche as it is, you're taking it one little piece at a time. So this next piece right now, we need to not allow them to get a first down. So Litton HMB will come out shotgun formation and spread the tornadoes out. Two wide receivers either side. Schumacher in the gun. You have Vetter to his right back at the 45-yard line. Schumacher, QB keeper, has the lead blocker by Vetter. Hurdles the man, gets close to the first down, and they're going to mark him. It looks just shy. Looks like a half yard shy. They needed the 33. They'll give him north of the 34. So fourth down upcoming, but it is a five-yard gain there by Schumacher and oh so close to putting this one away but where we see the game clock and the play clock Lynn HMB can about mark it down to 18 19 seconds before they need to call a timeout and coach Perrington is waving everybody back to say don't do anything here we're going to milk as much time as we can before they call the timeout and they'll call it here with about 18 seconds left to play in this contest and there's the whistle right at 18 so if you're cavalier joel you got at least what you needed which is a fourth down the problem it's fourth down and a half yard if you make the stop you'll have it first and 10 roughly at around the 35 if you're coach perrington here do you even think about punting or is this let's get the first down let's get the one yard and let's win a state championship well i would have my quarterback probably look going the wrong way quite a bit to be honest with you get that clock rolling and then you think about a deep pass downfield i've seen it happen before at the collegiate level uh you almost run out the back of your own end zone and you can see that those points to secure the win uh, but, but I, I think that comes with another echelon age group level play and schumacher by the way is the punter so, you know, you, you got a guy who's done a little bit of everything, depend on what formation they call. Well, no instantly if they go under center or if they go on the shotgun where you might get a rugby-style punt or not. So here's a situation. 18 seconds remain. Cavalier down by eight against Litton HMB and the nine-man title. Fourth and one for Litton HMB at the Tornado 34-yard line. And Litton HMB will come out in a shotgun formation. Two wide receivers, both left and right. Schumacher now goes under center quickly. It's a QB keeper, and Schumacher fumbles the football. Ball is free. We do have a flag back at the 36-yard line, and from our eye, it looks like it's short. It looks like Cavalier made the stop with 15 seconds left to play, barring the penalty here, and we'll hear from the officials in a second. What a play, Joel. Illegal shift. They try to get Schumacher on a QB keeper under the center. And Avila does a great job of stonewalling him with a couple other tornadoes there. One of them included Daniel Hinkle. And the tornadoes still have a pulse. 15 seconds left to play. No timeouts. Down by eight. Yeah, and I think we all know what's coming. Deep plays downfield. You're going to go deep play downfield. You're going to be pitching that football quite a bit after running that spread offense I, I i know that every coach has a package for this situation and uh i think that's what's going to be that's the conversation right now with coach sandy laxdahl on the cavalier sideline is what are we doing which play are we running how do you guys feel 
This is the season on the line. Where do you guys feel we need to do this? Don't forget, you get the touchdown, you still get a two-point conversion. And you probably really, Joel, maybe have three plays max, two plays, barring if it's a completion and where you're at on the field. Again, the clock stops. Get out of bounds. Clock does stop for a moment if you get the first down inbounds with the chain gang, but then it will wind and start. So you're probably looking at what? two maybe three plays here so you want to get close enough at minimum to try to get Clement to a Hail Mary situation and throw the football 40-50 yards down the field yeah that's your best bet right now so Cavalier a team that was dead in the rights down by 24 midway in the third quarter has clawed all the way back to have a chance to tie this one up they'll come out pistol formation ball at their own 34 yard line as they have just one in the backfield they pitch it to the backfield now they're looking to throw the football down the field on a little trickeration with Hinkle Hinkle's getting chased Hinkle picks up a block to the 40 Hinkle gets tackled and bounce at the 40 yard line it's to five it's to three it's to two it's to one and for the first First time since 2003, Linton HMB are the champs in nine-man football with a 32-24 win over the Cavalier Tornadoes. For the first time since 2009, a two-loss team wins the nine-man championship, Linton HMB, with a 32-24 victory. And Joel... You come up with your trick play. You come up with the gadget play. Linton H&B was ready for it. Hinkle tried to pick up the first down, but a great tackle by Linton H&B in the field of play as they sew this one up with an eight-point victory. Someone check on Coach Parrington. I think he got bumped out of the gate coming to get in the pile. I saw one of the coaches take a, take a tumble, but uh, a great accomplishment for a second-year coach with this Litton H&B program. They came in the underdogs, two losses. They were not ranked in the top five in the state. Obviously, the rankings are so subjective. It depends who's seen who, but a great accomplishment today, a very dominant first half, and I do want to give a world of credit to the Cavalier Tornadoes for the fourth-quarter effort they have put in front of us. I think that is one of the better fourth-quarters that I have seen a team play here at the Fargo Dome. And, you know, for Coach Laxall, this is his last game, 13 years as a head football coach for Cavalier. He will finish with 120 wins and 25 losses in 13 years, Joel. I think at the tip of the cap is a baseball reference to Coach Laxall, right? Yeah, he's had a very accomplished career. He's done a lot for this program and just a fantastic game. Uh, We had thought it was either going to be a shootout or it was going to be a game like this, and it didn't look like it was going to be a game like this until about uh, the final few minutes of the third quarter into the fourth, and uh, now these teams give them a sign of appreciation, something uh, that we lose in COVID is uh, these guys can't be in contact with each other now, but they stand across each other in the fields right now, and uh, just a lot of admiration between these two teams for what they've accomplished. 